0: Gentlemen, welcome to Cartridge Club. The first rule of Cartridge Club is, you do not talk about Cartridge Club. The second rule of Cartridge Club is, you do not talk about Cartridge Club. Hello and thank you for tuning in to episode 5 of the Cartridge Club. I'm Player One, and I represent 50% of your hosting duo. I'm here with my brother, Player Two, and as well, we have three other fantastic guests joining us. Let's get right into it and start off by introducing them. First up, we have Dean Lasagna from Round 2 Gaming. Hello, Dean.
1: Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me back on.
0: Yes. Uh, we're very excited to have you back. Uh, Thank the first you. first time we spoke was
1: fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, uh, Dean from Round 2 Gaming. Um, I was a uh, guest back in Episode 2 when we talked about Silent Hill 2 and uh, did a little bit of an introduction about how I got into gaming and at the time I didn't have any videos up on my YouTube channel, I had said that uh, for the new year one of the resolutions I was going to make is to get this channel <laughs> to the ground. So I, uh, I started putting up videos and I put up kind of a long-winded 45 minute introduction of you know how I got into gaming. Uh, but uh, just to give you guys a, a quick update, um, yeah I got into gaming about 25 years ago I was uh, three years old at the time Started with uh, Super Mario Bros. on the NES and uh, kind of moved up from there um, with the Super Nintendo, then the Sega Genesis, and then going up through the ranks, uh, 64 and PlayStation and whatnot. Uh, but my favorite uh, favorite time period or era of gaming was definitely around the Super Nintendo time frame um, or the PS1 time frame, uh, mainly because I got into RP- RPGs. And uh, yeah, just really fell in love with that. And then I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit with some of the newer generations, uh, you know, 6th and 7th gen, and uh, just starting to get back into it, mostly with retro games now, but uh, starting to appreciate some of the newer ones as well. uh, And like
2: uh, you said, you you just started your YouTube channel, and I got to say, you hit the ground running, because every time I'm logging in, there's a new video.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, I was kind of debating when I was creating the channel whether or not I wanted to do kind of the 5-minute, 10-minute shorts or do some more in-depth videos. And I kind of stuck with the idea of doing, you know, the 30 minute, 40 minute videos. And I understand that that loses a couple of views um, in the long run, but um, I just like to go into a lot of detail. So I have about five hours worth of content, but only about seven or eight videos up. So wow.
2: well, that's your style. I mean, and, and you can definitely, if you listen to the previous episode that, that, we, that you were on, you can really tell that you have a lot to say about all these games, so. Yeah, i'm really actually interested in it and i'm really looking forward to see what else you got so it's great
1: yeah it's been great i never thought it'd be this fun but i'm meeting all sorts of great people and i mean it's just such a great community for sure
0: yeah the community is really really fun and we're happy to have you back thank you and uh so next up we have surfcaster x a local gamer who is very active on the Cartridge club forums and uh i want to thank you for joining us surf
3: Hi, guys. Thanks very much for having me. I really, uh, really appreciate you uh, letting me join in on this uh, particular game, especially.
2: Well, we're happy to have you. So, how long have you been gaming there, Surf?
3: Uh, I have the old kind of generic story, I guess. Uh, I got a NES when I was, you know, five years old kind of a thing. I um, uh, fell in love with platformers at first when I was a kid, uh, when I was playing on the NES and even part of the way into the Super Nintendo. Uh, If it wasn't, like, side-scrolling, I didn't give a damn about it, (laughs) for the most part. Um, It's just, I don't know what it was. Side-scrolling shooters were working for my my bread and butter. I kind of got into fighting games a little bit back then, but uh, eventually I got into RPGs on the Super Nintendo with uh, Final Fantasy uh, 2 and 3. And uh, that all sort of, that was the stepping stone, the gateway drug, I guess, into that whole world. And uh, (laughs) and, uh, since then, yeah, I'd say that I mostly play RPGs with my time these days. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I dabble into everything here and there, but, uh, I think I would say that after the Super Nintendo, I got into the N64 and the PlayStation, and that's probably my favorite era right there. Um, although the PlayStation 2 was pretty awesome after that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my story in a nutshell, I guess. Right on.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks for having, thanks for joining us, and we're looking forward to talking to you about, uh, this month's game. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> and so, last but certainly not least, we have Steven from Catmax Gaming. Welcome to the show, Steve.
4: Gentlemen, how's it going, everybody? Good, I'm good. Quite well, sir. Great, good. So, we, uh, we tell our life story at this point. Is that how this works? Yeah. yeah. This is where you uh, <laughs>
0: stand up and tell us why you're an addict.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I've been uh, gaming since daycare. We had some old computer, like, this is early 80s. So, uh, I, I still can't tell what the game was. It was uh, there was a bunch of pipes. And you start from, I want to say, the upper left to get to the lower right. And, and every, every move you make is just moving through a pipe. And uh, there's enemies moving through the same pipe. And, of course, you avoid the enemies. And uh, you just try and get to the bottom. And when you get to the bottom, your little character who I think might have looked a bit like Hubert. He does this little dance. And he moves to this other pipe on the, uh, on the right side of the screen. And then he zips back up to the top. And then you start the, the game all over again. Hmm. And I cannot for the life of me remember what this game is called. And it kills so if any of your listeners knows a game like that, oh, some some ancient PC game, by all means, let us know. But uh, yeah, video games, uh, I guess I mainly started with the Nintendo and then Super Nintendo. And uh <laughs> just goes from there, right? I uh, do a lot of game collecting these days. Uh, I have a YouTube channel that I call CapMax Gaming. Uh, so if your people look that up, uh, they should see it. And I'm also now in a different podcast called the Pixel Dojo Podcast. And uh, we chat about games. But uh, we are here today with the Cartridge Brothers to talk about uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. (laughs) You got it. Actually, uh, tell us a little more about Pixel Dojo. Okay. Um, Dude, he doesn't want us to say his name for some reason. I don't know what that's about. Actually, you guys (laughs) don't want us to say your names either, do you? No, I guess not. I don't know what that is. I feel so odd because uh, on Twitter, I just use my regular name. And, uh, of course, gamers all have to use their uh, their call signs and their handles and all that. I'm like, yeah, no, that's, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. It's just my name. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, by the way, because I like to gab and just babble on endlessly about video games. So that's fun, too. You do get a very active Twitter feed. I can to that. Yeah, I like to post pictures. And I have a very boring job in real life. So uh, Twitter is something of an escape to just... Uh, an outlet if you will and I like to post pictures of my collection there and uh, back to the channel I have to do a lot of videos showing off the games I just bought. The last video I uploaded was uh, my Black Friday pickups the next one will be Boxing Week and I can assure you that is going to be an excellent episode if you like to see crap that other people bought
0: (laughs) (laughs) You, uh, You were one of the people who adopted the Wii U and for you it was quite a hassle
4: Oh yeah, did you see that? Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I remember you talking about it there on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, that was
4: rough. Well, it was good and bad. Do you want me to tell the story? Yes, please. I can uh, try and abridge it. Uh, so uh, I was talking about just the Wii U on Twitter with people, and uh, it was suggested to me by a friend of mine that uh, uh, there is this group, Indigo.ca, which I believe is based, um, which is it's a part of a chapter, is the bookstore, I believe. Right. It's just their online store or something like that. And they were selling uh, the Wii U Zelda bundle for like 209 or 219 or something like that, which normally it sells for what 299. Yes. So we're looking at maybe like an 80 to 90 dollar uh, discount. So that was That's pretty good deal. So uh, I take this uh, this online ad on my smartphone to a few stores, and the only store that would actually meet it was Walmart. Hmm. So I buy the uh, Zelda bundle Wii U. I'm like, yeah, I got a Wii U. Take it home, hook it all up. Had the controller charging overnight, get home from work the next day, set it up, and I turn it on, and I discover that the Wii U was actually used by someone else, and they, it had been returned to Walmart, and then they sold it again. <laughs> now, that's already a dick move, but the problem here is that uh, this specific Wii U was actually password-protected as well by that previous person, so I couldn't even get into the main menu at all. <laughs> oh, that sucks. What? Yeah. So, uh, that has got to be
3: so heartbreaking when you get a new console, you're all excited to open it up and get it running, and then that happens. Oh man. A, new,
4: a new Nintendo console, too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I was certainly
4: crestfallen. So I hook it all back up, and then I take it back there and I exchange it for another one. Now, uh, I guess the, uh, the silver lining here is that uh, I actually was able to exchange it for the uh, Mario, the new. These stupid names. The new Mario, <laughs> new Super Mario Brothers U bundle. Which was actually the one I wanted more, because uh, I'd rather have those games than the Zelda game that I'd already played already anyways. Mm-hmm.
2: So that actually came with two Mario games, right? Mm-hmm. That's
4: yeah. great. The thing, it it comes on one disc, which is really cool and collectible, but there's no instructions in there, which is too bad. Mm. The disc the art are... is nice. The instructions are just They're a not, thing of the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. Which is too bad.
0: It is. Uh, yeah, I agree. So those are our guests. Um, and we're very excited to have all three of you here, and uh, now I'm going to turn things over to the other portion of the Cartridge Bros, uh, my my brother, uh, the lovely and <laughs> dynamic player too, and he's going to tell us what we've all been playing this month. Yeah, it's be lovely.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he's the pretty
0: one of us. <laughs>
5: That's debatable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, as Cat Max actually mentioned earlier, we, we played uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night this month, and uh, it's actually a masterpiece in the PlayStation library, so I was really happy to get back into it. Um, I believe it was, yeah, it was developed and produced both by Konami back in 1997, and actually when it first came out, it had mediocre sales, but... Uh, Due to the fact that it was receiving amazing reviews and, and all this word of mouth, all of a sudden it became this huge hit. And it even had its, greatest, its own greatest hit and everything. But they were so worried about it not succeeding because at the first it was just not selling. So I found that pretty interesting. But uh, this wasn't my first Castlevania. I actually played uh, one in three back on the original NES as well as two. But I don't have as many fond memories as that one. But I was just curious if this is your guys' first time playing this and if it's your first Castlevania. So, I'm just curious to hear. I'll start with uh I'll start with Dean.
1: Yeah, so definitely not uh, my first Castlevania. Um but I was pretty late to the party. I uh actually RetroGamer3, he's a YouTuber. He kind of got me into the series.
2: Oh, very nice. Yeah, he loves and Castlevania.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a huge fan. And uh so I started from obviously Castlevania 1 and then 2 and then 3. Um and then I kind of skipped through and just recently this summer I bought a uh, ps1 lot, but it was all japanese games and in there was uh you know symphony of the night the japanese version nocturne in the moonlight or something yeah nice. and so i played that and i uh i would say i got about halfway through um the first half of the game the the regular castle i guess uh, <laughs> yep. but I, I thought for sure i was missing something because you know i couldn't understand the dialogue and there was a lot of you know kanji in there so i couldn't read that And I, you know, I was sure I was missing something because I couldn't figure out where to go or what to do or, (laughs) and I wasn't using a walkthrough. So I decided to uh, pick up the uh, English version and uh, play through that. And so that was, uh, this was my first time around, but uh, what a fantastic game. Uh, It was a PS1 version. I know it's been ported to everything, so.
2: So this was was your first time getting through the whole game and that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, like I said, I did use a walkthrough, though. Um, I didn't want to miss out on anything, so... And it's used very the possible
2: to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Even now, um, just after reading, you know, Surf's comments in the, in the forum there, I missed so much. That <laughs> yeah. Chris Agram sword? I totally yeah. missed that. That would have made the game so much easier.
2: You know, <laughs> it actually looks pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely have not had a chance to do that. Um, so I'm going to save Surf for last, and we'll go over to Catmax. Is this your first... Uh, Castlevania? No, oh God, not at all. No. <laughs> I've played
4: most of not No, most of them. I haven't played the N64 ones. Oh. Yeah, I've seen enough <laughs> just from <laughs> watching yeah, it in action. <laughs> <too much. laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, NES games, I've played those. Well, I've played mostly one and two. Really haven't spent enough time with three. It's, uh, it's certainly in the backlog, but uh, you know how it is with... The sheer amount of video games we have these days to play. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it come to the eShop, and I'm sure it will pretty soon since uh, Castlevania 2 just came out, like, a day or two ago, which is an interesting oh. choice. I always like number two, though. I don't, like, when I was playing, I guess I was at the age where I didn't really care what was going on. didn't really have to beat it, and I just enjoyed playing it, mm. just to play it. Excellent music in that one. Oh, yes. And... uh one of their first attempts at the, I guess, Metroidvania style of uh, game. And it yeah, certainly um, had a ton
2: of potential, and and you could mm. tell
4: just how much influence it had on this game
2: and and just showed what you know, that led to, and just amazing.
4: Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, I played Symphony of the Night when it was new. I've got, uh, I think, PSM, that's a magazine. I've got one of those that had a bunch of tips and tricks and walkthroughs for uh, Symphony of the Night. Which is uh, pretty cool. I was uh, hoping to dig it out before this started, but uh, like we were just talking before we started, our time zones are a bit off, so it's earlier for me than it is for you guys. <laughs> yeah. What and, uh, magazine was that, did you say? Uh, I want to say PSM, so PlayStation Magazine, but just a previous PSM. Okay, yeah, I've been looking through my magazines
1: from 1997 to try and find some articles and stuff to read up on it. This game was completely overshadowed by like Final Fantasy VII and everything, so oh, yeah. I couldn't find anything at all.
2: Yeah, Good. it picked a rough time to come out. Yeah.
4: Yeah, well, it did the cool thing, which works for us now, in that they decided to still go with a 2D uh, sprite base. Of course, we're talking about PS1 era, and everything was all, oh, polygons are the feature. Let's make everything polygons.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: No, they kind of look like uh, garbage at the time, at least by today's standards. But uh, pixel art kind of never really goes out of style. Yeah. No. But uh, I even so- played the, um, the PS2 is Severely underrated. I always thought they oh. were a lot of fun. Great games. I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I guess it did its biggest jump to, uh, I guess, the DS and the 3DS. And the op- I enjoyed all of those games. They're all kind of designed after our uh, Symphony on the Night here. That same yeah. sort of huge map and running around finding different weapons and items and spells. And there's always some unique gimmick to it. And, uh, yeah, excellent series. Arguably Konami's best series.
2: Ooh. That actually would be a great discussion, I think.
5: <laughs>
2: but it's certainly up there. Uh, how about you, uh, P One? Is this your uh, your first delving into Castlevania? I already know the answer, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I'm pretty sure Castlevania Three was my first Castlevania, and I look back at that and I, I think that's my favorite still. I remember that really fondly. Uh, I do remember struggling a little bit through Castlevania Two and not really understanding what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think everybody can relate to that who played it when we were younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, um, and even more recently, uh, I played Castlevania: Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate Two. Two. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's a ridiculous name on the 3DS, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I really enjoyed it. It uh, it got a lot of bad reviews, and a lot of people said it wasn't very good. But I found it to be quite entertaining, uh, and I I actually I liked the art style in it, and I liked the gameplay. And after playing Ka- the Symphony of the Night, and I believe this was my first playthrough of Symphony of the Night, what? Uh, it's the first one I remember. <laughs> um, after playing this, I definitely see influence from this in Lords of Shadow: Mirror of Fate, 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm glad. I'm glad I had the opportunity to go back and play this with the with the Cartridge Club. So mm. yet again, the club opens my eyes to a game that I, I should have already played and fondly <laughs> remembered. Well, there
2: you go that worked out pretty good then, I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, how about you, Surf?
3: Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm sure I played all three of the Castlevanias on the NES, like when they first came out, but the two that I played the most were two and three. Oh, yes. Um, I'd say the three is the better game with the branching paths and the multiple characters and all that, but I probably played two the most because a cousin of mine owned it and whenever I was over there, I was kind of attracted to that game because I'm a big horror movie buff and, uh,
4: yeah. and love video oh, nice.
3: games, so it just kind of, I don't know just kind of matched up but um that was probably uh, the first of this you know the different castlevanias i played i completely missed four on the super nintendo and dracula x um and it wasn't until symphony of the night that i probably played a new castlevania game Uh, but i did play when it first came out Uh, a buddy of mine and i rented it actually on halloween and uh, we sat down and we decided we're going to play this game that had just come out and We'd heard very little about it. Like you guys said, it was so under advertised. Um, I I just don't think they wanted to put any money into trying to sell this game. Maybe they didn't think Western audiences would get it. Um, I'm not sure what the uh, reasoning was behind it, but um, it's one of those games that I have played. I can't even tell you how many times I probably play it every year around Halloween. Oh, wow. Um, uh, actually this Halloween, I'm going to make an admission here. I only played the game for the cartridge club, maybe a couple of, maybe an hour, um, mm. because I just finished it three times in October. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was in, I was doing, you guys mentioned it actually in the last podcast, I didn't get a chance to thank you guys for mentioning that, but, um, uh, I did a, uh, like a charity event, um, uh, last, it was, it was in uh, October there at the end of October. And, uh, Uh, One of the games that I was possibly going to have to speed run for that was Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So I did two run-throughs before I went, and then I actually played it at the event. And my run-throughs were great. I finished it in just about three hours, and I think it took me like four and a half at the actual event. (laughs) Wow. But yeah, I've played this game over and over again. So I'm very glad you guys had me on here. I'm glad to talk about this game. That's my phone, unfortunately. (laughs) That's it. the show's yeah, that over. Yeah. The <laughs> it over. Um, but uh, yeah, after that, I played all the ones on the PS2. I think the last one on the PS2 was my favorite. Uh, I think that was Lament of Innocence.
2: I think that was the first.
3: Oh, that was the first. Sorry. Okay. The Whatever the last story. one was. was uh, <laughs> oh man. Was, uh, probably the, These title. titles. Oh, the titles. I know.
2: I think <laughs> Darkness was the,
4: Yeah, okay. the Darkness was the second one.
3: Talk About titles, I mean, we're here yeah. joking about that other title, but they've after the first couple, like, I don't know why they couldn't just have Castlevania 6 or something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: it's <laughs> kind of like too easy.
3: I think but... for every whatever number in the series of games
0: it
4: is, that's how many words have to be in the subtitles. <laughs> yeah. <So I'm> <laughs> <mentioned. laughs> I kind of miss numbers, they're kind of refreshing nowadays with all these wacky yeah. subtitles. I agree, and you can keep track. Right? Like, <laughs> it's nice that Mario Kart's doing numbers, they're uh, yeah, they're kind of taking yeah. it back. They are, yeah. Old Faithful. Mar- Mario Kart
0: 8, Super Speed Run, Booster Card, Extravaganza. <laughs> That's the title
2: we should have had. Yeah.
3: Driving on the Walls, yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than those ones, the ones that really uh, struck me was uh, the GBA and then the DS titles, which, like uh, uh, we were saying there a second ago, these ones are they're they're basically like, you know, they follow the Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, um... I don't know what do you call it, uh, formula to a T. Yeah. Uh, uh, I loved all those games. I played every one of them when they first came out, just really enjoyed them. Not as much as Symphony of the Night, but nearly as much.
2: Yeah, isn't that funny how they were all great games, and, and you'd figure since they came out after Symphony that they could just improve upon it, but for some reason there's something about Symphony of the Night that just, you can't touch it. I don't know what it is.
3: Yeah, I think they tried to streamline them a little bit because uh, when you play through Symphony of the Night, you realize very quickly it's a very wide open game, um, you know what I mean? You can kind of go, There's, I mean, there is a little mm. limit to it, but you can kind of go anywhere, do anything in some ways. And I think uh, the developers at the time wanted to make a game that you could play for a really long time. Um, there's so many things to do and explore that you probably wouldn't even touch through even the first three or four playthroughs, just because you don't know yeah. about it, right? Which is unbelievable when you think about it. But it's it's really true. i played it so it many is. times, but I still find stuff that I don't know about. It's amazing. In the new ones, you can 100% get everything in those games in a playthrough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so you're, not-
2: you're exactly right. And and actually, the, one of the developers, the main one of the main developers of Symphony the Night, said that that the biggest influence is because when he in Japan, every time he went into um, like a game store in the bargain bin, the the used bin, it was all Castlevania games. So he oh. thought there was just no replay value for our Castlevania games. We need to do something. Better, something that will make people want to play this again and again. And that's why Symphony of the Night ended up being the way that it was. So you just proved that he, he, uh, he achieved his goal, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that I love the most is Konami was okay with releasing a game and the understanding that a large portion of the people who play it are only going to see half of what they did.
2: Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm.
0: there's nothing that says, hey, do this. You know, if you don't explore and find the two rings and get the goggles and then wear the goggles, you don't do that, then you don't know that there's even anything other than the, the castle. You know, you go in, you fight Rector, you kill a Belmont, story's over. Yeah. And they were they were just okay with saying, you know what, we don't need if you, people that want to find it and want to dig for it and look for it will be very happy and very pleasantly surprised, and people that just want to play through just the bare bones will also get an ending. And in this day and age, that's un- unthinkable. Like, there would have been flashing arrows and you know, <laughs> I would have had a fairy popping up and telling me that I had to go talk to Maria. Yeah. There know? is a
4: fairy familiar. <laughs> that is, yeah. true, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. is true, That's true. good point.
0: But yeah. I just can't, I can't imagine, like, Bethesda or BioWare, or EA, saying, you know what, yeah, go ahead, make this game and uh, make it so that only half of the game is... Readily available and don't tell anybody about the other half and see what happens.
4: There's no way. Yeah, it's like Easter egg of the year that year. Yeah. Oh, oh by God. the yes. way, there's I'm pretty
3: much sure. a second game in there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. the first time I finished it, and I just sat there like, seriously? Because <laughs> I had no idea about the goggles, right? Like I, yeah. I was, you know, I beat it. The I don't know if we want to talk about how the story plays out, but I finished it the first way, <laughs> and i was sitting there like, no way, no way, <laughs> yeah. and there's no internet oh, there is internet, but, like, you know what I mean? The chances yeah. of finding information on it like that readily available wasn't right. the same kind of thing, right? So, it's pretty funny.
4: Right. Yeah, okay. it's a, a bit it's of an item like, hunt at to... the start, too, isn't there? Sorry? And then, on the topic of just not knowing where to go and what to do, there's a, a real item hunt at the start of the game I found. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Like, you have to look for one specific thing. Like, for example, I don't know, the spike breaker armor. You better find yeah. that. Like, <laughs> I have to... You go into the bat and you have to very carefully use your echolocation through that spiky <laughs> area. It's pretty much the only time I think they ever really use
3: that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think I used it any other, any other time than that moment. I think that's why they put it in there. And for years I didn't know that. And I used mm. to just use the um I get the mist form when it when you can hold it. Yeah. Ah. And that's how I would get through. I used to go that's how I always did it. I never realized that ah. like one day I, I think I was reading a walkthrough and I was like, that's what it's for. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Doesn't it eventually become an attack too? The force of echo whatever it is? Yeah. I never use it though, I just use yep. the fireball. Actually I use the uh, the bat dash, you know, where you like hold the <laughs> button down and you do like a three sixty or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. pretty useful for just traveling through the map. And damage. Yep.
0: So uh let's talk about uh, we're gonna talk about the story of the game there. Uh Surf of briefly mentioned it. And uh, last month, when we didn't follow the outline that was sent out, we were scolded by uh, Vintage, so, I don't, (laughs) yeah, Steve's, uh, Steve's kind of got like that, because Vintage has a very distinct voice, and you know it's him when he's talking, and I find that Steve and you also have a very distinct voice, and it's great for podcasting, and it's great on your channel. So you're oh, kind of yeah. like the uh, the Canadian version <laughs> of audio chocolate. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're like the Canadian. Like he's audio chocolate. You would be you would be audio bacon, I guess. <laughs> oh. <okay, sure>.
4: Audio Timmys. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> so to avoid us getting uh, scolded again, we're, we'll talk about the story and uh, and how it goes through there. P two, did you want to? Did you want to talk about the the story of the game?
2: Uh, sure. I mean the story is, is pretty much as strong as it is in any other Castlevania game, except there's a huge twist in this one. And it's actually a direct sequel to Rondo of Blood or or, or X. And a lot of people who never played the first one may not know that, that this game actually starts up at the end of that game. Mm. And and I, I love that instead of just being, okay, here, here's what happened before this, they actually have you play it out. And I think that's just fantastic. and And because of that, the game completely twists upside down. All of a sudden, now you're playing as somebody who's not a Belmont, and you're playing as Dracula's son, Alucard. I see what you and did. what's that? I see what you did there. You see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so,
2: so yeah, it, it's it's different storyline because now you're playing as Alucard coming back to pretty much put a stop to his father. Um, so, does anybody have any thoughts or opinions on want to add to that? Dean, maybe.
1: Uh, no, I, I think you pretty much captured it. it. It's not too deep of a story. Essentially, it's just go kill Dracula. Yeah. But um, it, it's funny because everybody talks about how you know it's a sequel to Rondo of Blood, and I had never played Rondo of Blood, so for me it was more mm-hmm. of a sequel to Castlevania 3. Because at the end of Castlevania 3, if you choose you know Alucard as your as your teammate and you finish it, he he eventually just goes to sleep because he's all True. sad that he killed Dracula, and in this one he's he's finally waking up from that slumber and going to kill his father again. So. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's a good way of yeah. looking at
4: it. Yeah, what a great does, cycle to be does in. Does Dracula even do that much? You know, he, he's just in the castle all the time. <laughs> 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 yeah, what's like, the problem? <laughs> man, he's keeping all the monsters in one place, like the uh, containment unit in Ghostbusters. Isn't what, he what I thought,
3: What's incredible, too, is like how many times do you have to get like defeated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As far as it goes, like it seems to be, it's like. He comes up with a Newcastle, gets the thing all set up, gets himself in mm. the throne room. Somebody <laughs> storms in, kicks his ass. Someone's got to light all those sleep. candles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's lighting the candles. He needs to fire his real estate agent. Yeah.
4: <laughs> just lock the door next time. Goddamn. <laughs> Don't lower the drawbridge. Yeah. No, he, he he raises it up, but it's just a really slow drawbridge raise, and then you just yeah. kind of want somebody to eh. get it. <laughs> I'm just a B and E expert in this Life's game. Life's not exciting.
3: Yeah. I,
2: uh, it was very cool
0: to play as Alucard, and I remember in Castlevania III, uh when you first encounter him, that it was like, "Oh, this is kind of a neat character." And then you realize that it, his name is actually Dracula in reverse, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, the Japanese must think we're really dumb." And
3: <laughs> I actually, I really, respects, I like to. Um... Uh, you know, the old uh, horror films back in like the 30s, 40s. Yeah. Um, so we had the old Bram Stoker Dracula um, uh, movie from, I think it was, gosh, it's the it's early 40s, I think, anyway. They had a sequel to that, and it was basically, it's called Son of Dracula, and the character in that was Alucard. Oh, you no know, way. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. So it's actually Americans. No, <laughs> no, so no. stupid. So we are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, win again, you win again, Japan. <laughs>
4: Pretty much everything in the game is based on like old movies and lore throughout the world, is it not? Yeah, it always yeah. has been. I guess yeah. in
3: a way, the the end bosses were typically like Frankenstein's monster and a giant yeah. bat and yeah, things like that. Yeah,
4: right. even even the weapons are pretty much from all over the world, and they tell you in the little descriptions.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, very neat. Right.
0: And that was the we- the main weapon for Alucard is uh is a sword, which is a, a huge change from the Castlevania series where all of the Belmonts use whips.
2: Yeah. Yeah, not so, one whip in that game. Isn't that kind of neat? Now.
0: Mm-hmm. now, when you play through as, because I know, sir, if you mentioned on the forums that if uh, if you beat it through, I think it was you who mentioned it, you beat it through as uh, as Alucard, then you, if you enter Richter in for your name, yeah. you
3: mm-hmm. can uh, play. Do you get a whip then? You do. Oh, yeah. You play the entire oh, yeah. game as Alucard as you played him in the opening where they accidentally call the game Bloodlines. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that whole, you play him just like that. He has all of his special moves. Um, you basically have everything out of the box. It's just a matter of trying to get through. And I've played this game a lot of times. I've never actually finished the game with Richter. Um, but it definitely is possible. I know that there's people who have done it and it's actually, I think on the Xbox 360 version, it's an achievement. I'm not oh, stated. really? Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's incredibly fun, uh, especially after you've played the games Alcar for a while. It's really fun to kind of go back and play it again as him.
1: Mm-hmm. I imagine it only goes up to a shaft, though, right? Or does it do the inverted castle as well?
3: No, you can do the inverted. I think actually, I've gotten to the inverted. Oh, really? Um, oh, okay. The boss is yeah, that always me, and you don't even really have to fight him. Is the uh, in the second castle the uh, le- the giant electrical monster thing? Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, I've, i you might be right on the name. I'm blanking <laughs> on the name, but yeah. I you don't even have to fight him. Like I said, he's not one of the. Bosses that you have to finish, but I always used to try and fight him as Richter, and I could never finish him. He's just so difficult to beat. That's actually
4: that's where I got to in the game in this specific playthrough. I you need what an armor piece that makes uh, electric attacks heal you, as I yes. recall. Yeah. yeah, I haven't found that so, yet. In my safe.
2: You know what? I didn't know about that item, and I actually yeah. managed <laughs> to kill him. I kill. It yes. took me. I don't even know how long, <laughs> but I was so happy, and I was like, "How is anybody supposed to beat this?" And I actually
4: just found out about. 40 minutes ago, that there's this item in the game. <laughs> okay. yeah, it's a pretty cool boss. Here's a fun fact Did you know he's actually the, the, uh, the end boss from the Kid Dracula series? Oh, I did know that. Right. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. That is a fun fact. Isn't huh. it? Yeah. Cool guy. <laughs> Very tall. Uh, does he come back in other games? He must. No the know. uh what is the Grand Falloon or whatever, the giant ball of uh, bodies? That thing comes yeah. back through tent. Oh yes. yeah. There is a memorable that. boss fight for you. Oh but, yeah. Gosh.
5: yeah.
4: I like how they even uh sort of upgrade him in I think the PS two games. But uh that's a that's a game for another uh another episode. <laughs> 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 <Right there>.
2: Uh
0: <laughs> Are the PS2 games, um, is the voice acting in those as uh, dynamite as it is in uh, Symphony of the Night? <laughs>
2: Nothing
4: ever touches <laughs> Symphony. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: yeah, it's hard to compare.
2: <laughs> it's been
4: a while since I played them, but I think they're all right. Yeah, yeah, they they were were I, I don't even mind the voice acting. Well, I, I was playing this on the PSP version the Castlevania the Dracula X Chronicles. Okay. And I was just reading that apparently they may have done some of the voice work over.
3: They redid the, all of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah the voice there was uh, the
0: Sorry, go ahead.
4: No, we're, nope. we're just, yeah, we stuff. all canceled each other out. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's laughably bad, but you know it's it it's can be fun at the same time. I kind of get the feeling that they just didn't put the faith in the game that they should have at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the the voice acting is very PlayStation
4: One. Yeah, um, it, yeah it's, it's just a localization thing, I guess. Back then,
0: is it? It's it's because it even like uh, with the first Resident Evil.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You mean, oh. were, all of these you were games?
0: almost a Jill sandwich. Yeah.
4: <laughs> were all these games in Japanese at one point, and then are these English dubs, or was it English in Japan as well? Does anyone know this? No, it was. Uh, well, Symphony of the Night. It was definitely Japanese, and it sounded pretty cool. Oh,
1: yeah? I was thinking I, I this I is going to be hardcore in English. Awesome. This would be awesome, but uh, <laughs> that wasn't the case. <laughs> Not the case.
0: <laughs> There's uh, slightly livid gaming did a review. On, uh, on Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the Cartridge Club this month. And uh, it's a great review. If you have a chance, check it out. It's on his channel. Uh, there'll be links for it on the forums and everywhere. But uh, he mentions the voice acting, and he does he does point out that the PSP voice acting is different.
4: Hmm. I noticed that the demon's voice, of all things, was the one I remembered the most. Because there's this line where if you have him out, as you're familiar, he'll push a switch in a certain room. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he okay. goes, Oh look, a sweet. <laughs> Something to that extent. <laughs> that was just And, really uh, good. Right? and when you hear it active. uh <laughs> and when you hear him do it in uh, the PSP version, it just sounds different. He actually sounded um uh almost I guess civilized is the word in the, the PSP version like that's not the demon's voice. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted the I one from all my wrong. childhood. Yeah. That's
2: right. It's hard to Yeah, I don't want it to change, you know? I, I like that about it.
4: <laughs> yeah. I want you to die, monster. You have no <laughs> place in this world. Uh, that's yeah. brilliant.
2: It's definitely part of the game.
4: Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. oh, good stuff. All right. But yeah, the PSP version definitely I recommend that. It's, it's, it's got the uh, Rondo of Blood. It's got the remade, awesome. Well, I guess it's polygons, but it looks pretty nice. And it's got the original sprite version. And it's got uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night all on one UMD.
2: Yeah, it's an amazing awesome. collection, and and it's cheap. You can get it for pretty oh, cheap. Oh yeah, I
4: bought it. Uh, I bought a second copy from Future Shop for five bucks new. Wow. I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to open this. I'm just going to have it. <laughs> so now I've got yeah, I've got one black uh, black label One red label now The red label is the unopened one or Maybe I did that in backwards, but whatever <laughs> I guess it's that's the awesome. non-greatest um, hits That people like to collect more If it works, that's all I ask for You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: I hear you all right so let's get into the uh the gameplay mechanics because this one as we said earlier it's not like the original castlevanias where you have the one weapon there is gear to find there is leveling up like there's a lot of different gameplay mechanics in this game that weren't in any of the others so how do you guys feel about the leveling up system do you think it made it too easy do you think it felt right i mean it's kind of a tough call how about you surf what do you think
3: uh i think you're right it's a tough call um it's it's just right for probably the first time you're playing through it. Yeah. But when you do multiple <laughs> playthroughs and you know which items to get and all that stuff, uh I mean you just become overpowered so quickly. Uh, it's uh, by the yeah. time you get to the end of the game, it's a joke. Yeah, for but sure. Sure. I, I think, you know, that first playthrough it's probably just, just the right spot, but it's difficult because they made so much content in the game. Um, you're just you're bound to level up. <laughs> That's yeah, just how oh, it is, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: It's true, it's true. Mm. Yeah, and I think I like that about it because it it really gives you that that feel of progression as the game goes on. You just feel like you're becoming more and more powerful, and uh, and I I gotta say I really like that about it. But there is that point where the next time you're playing it, it's gonna be a lot easier. But at the same time, you kind of earned that, right? So I think I think I'm I'm definitely a big fan of of how they did the leveling up system.
4: Yeah, yeah, they That's cool. Yeah, see, yeah.
1: I missed uh, out on all
2: that because. Um,
1: I didn't want to. I had just played the Japanese version, so I didn't want to go through the whole level up again. So I'd played it on my PS2. I have a turbo controller, and I just kind of stood at the entranceway where the zombies kind of keep spawning. You stand on the stairs and you just tape down the turbo attack button. And I said, Well, I'll leave it, leave it overnight. And I forgot about it for like three days. So right off the bat, I was like level 40 or something. Oh my gosh. So. Wow. Yeah, I didn't really get to experience the
0: whole
4: leveling
5: up
1: that is
4: so funny you're basically the last boss now (laughs) you're just watching dracula run around trying to get to where you are yeah that's right you beat
0: dracula if you wear the goggles when you fight dracula it's dean lasagna pulling his strings oh spoiler
4: alert (laughs) yeah that's funny Uh, i have not a mission to make i'm just looking over our show notes i guess we're at the point where it goes uh, feeling powerful at the start feeling weak after weapons stripped um, at the start of the game, once you're playing the real game as opposed to finishing the the, uh, the bloodlines, uh, there's a scene right at the start where Death is like, hey, you can't keep going through here. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to keep going through here. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, uh,
3: yeah. And then it's like,
4: oh, no, and all my armor and weapons are gone. And then you're just like punching and you're like wearing a, a loincloth. And then that's where the game starts. But I cheated through that. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you get to that room and you push left, as soon as you enter death's room, you just avoid that whole confrontation. Oh, no really? Oh, really? Yeah, so uh, I just kept all my armor. <laughs> oh. Holy that's cow. Incredible.
0: Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Awesome.
4: yeah, I don't think you even hear the... I think maybe you hear the, the cutscene, but you don't actually see it, or it just, you, just, you just cut it all out. But yeah, it's pretty funny. So if wow. you want to do a quick playthrough, like I've been using the Alucard sword pretty much the whole time. Cow. with all my armor and all that stuff because uh, I was hoping to have it all done by now. But, that's uh,
0: incredible. That's a, that would make the game much easier. Yeah, it's a pretty funny trick. <laughs> it's just like a sloppy
4: oh, glitch, but when you see an action, it's, it's worth trying. It's just so worth, guess... Even if you don't want to play it through, but just try the glitch out. It's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I might do that, actually. Um, so it's obvious, uh, I guess, your favorite weapon was the IU card sword. <laughs> I guess.
4: <laughs> well, when... When you're playing through the game and everything's like, oh, this is 14 damage, this is uh, 17 damage, and it's like, oh, this is uh, 50 damage or something. It's like, yeah, I'm probably going to use this sword the most. (laughs) (laughs) I like how uh, different weapons have the, like, you can do certain, like, street fighter motions, like down, forward, attack, Mm -hmm. and they'll do, like, that weird teleporting backslash thing. I thought that was a very cool uh, cool feature (laughs) of the game. Really, the attention to detail is one of this game's strongest features. If you know, it's like every enemy has its own unique uh, death animation or just yeah. attack and weapons and everything can drop certain items. Uh, like my shield right now is the Gorgon Shield, which you get as a rare drop from the Medusa heads, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. Because basically you're holding a dead Medusa head in front of you and uh, <laughs> it can do damage as well as block. Yeah. That's cool.
0: I hated the Medusa heads. They oh, were my yeah. least favorite enemy in the entire game. <laughs> and as soon as I got missed form, I never fought another one.
4: <laughs> Good call. Even when you get turned to stone, there's like four different possible statues you can become. Yeah. You know, yeah there's even really one did. There's even one very rare one where you become like a, a boss form of like one of Dracula's boss forms in Dracula? stone. Yeah. Like a I giant that gargoyle or something. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. I love that. Scared me actually when it happened.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know what was going on.
4: I'm gonna play as that guy now. Yeah, are <laughs> just rampage into the level. That'd be sweet. And, uh, okay. You're right. They
0: definitely, uh, they definitely have a, a very, very good attention to detail for this game. Um, to just imagine alone the coding required to do separate death animations for for all of the enemies, and there are so many enemies.
5: Yeah, and then well,
0: it's it's even when you go to the the upside down. And when things get when things get flipped on their head, it's like uh I think there's even more different enemies down there.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Certainly. Oh yeah. Yep. It's truly a labor of love. That's what I'm thinking. This is the end of classic Konami, 'cause the the love is there. well I, I don't know if you saw on my YouTube channel I did this uh video series on classic Konami. Where I'm talking about how great oh, they were compared great. To how less than great they have been these days. Like what are they even working on these days? There's Metal Gear, and that's about it. Like, we've got a new Castlevania coming out, which I'm looking forward to trying. But that wasn't even really uh, Konami's work. That was uh, Mercury Steam, and they the same ones that did the uh, the 3DS game we were talking about earlier. Yeah, did you and, like uh, uh, sure, Lords of Shadows? Did sure. you have a chance to play that? Uh, the first one or the second one? The first one. I didn't like the first one as much. I got to that obvious rip-off Colossus Battle fight, and I was just like, mm-hmm. what the hell is this? Yeah. There's, oh, there's a... <laughs> There's an homage and then there's a rip off. And, and this is a rip off. And said. it's not a good rip off It's just I, I did beat it I think and then I kept going and then I don't know. I think uh, Patrick Stewart does the voices of the character and that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, I just it, I just kinda lost interest in it. But uh, uh yeah. yeah. I enjoyed the the three uh, D S one as well and I did beat that one. Yeah.
0: It was I cool. like I like the three D S one much better than yeah. the the PS three one or Xbox 360, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, cause it didn't. It just didn't feel like a Castlevania game to me.
4: No. Um, well, it basically felt like God of War.
0: Yeah, and that's exact. That's exactly it. It felt like God of War, but with, you know, a whip.
4: Yeah, yeah. Instead of a blade. I chain kind of whip.
3: avoided them actually. I I, uh, I love Castlevania games a lot, and I do want to play Mirror of Fate. I played the demo, and I really enjoyed it. And it feels like a Castlevania game. But when that came out, I was just like. I would be happy with having Order of Ecclesia be my last Castlevania game <laughs> instead of going and playing this like well, like you said, it looks like this God of War, yeah. um, Shadow Clauses ripoff. I was just like, yeah, I, I don't think I need to play those games, but I would play Mirror of Fate. Um, that'd be the only one that looks interesting to me. But and mm-hmm. you're
4: right. Uh, for a lot of people, that is the last Castlevania Order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's worth noting that the Mirror of Fate series is its own thing. It's True. not it's a continuing True. the same story. It's like a retelling. So you don't really have to feel obliged to play it. If there even is any real Castlevania story that makes any sense. Like, I'm still waiting for my 1999 Epic Battle Konami. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all goes down. Well, probably I don't know. Will we ever see that game? I don't know.
5: Likely it's,
4: not. It's basically uh, the Konami's version of Half-Life Episode 3. <laughs> yeah it's it's once once everyone leaves and we're gonna go bankrupt that's when we're releasing it's one of those sort of games yeah yeah <sighs> uh
0: so we, along with like along with all the different uh the enemies and the attention the great attention to detail they had there they also had the same in the weapons mm-hmm. um and there's a huge selection of weapons and as we know steven uh, used the alucard uh Sword for the whole
4: uh... lot. <laughs> I'm looking for other good weapons. Like, no. to no. quite you stack any because you Almost cheated and kept so. the final weapon. <laughs> it's pretty good. There are better weapons, but they're, I think, rare drops. There's a, a fire sword that every time you swing it, you get like fireballs coming out of every direction. Wow. Really? Uh, I can't remember what it's even called by this point, but it's a pretty sweet weapon. And I think Hi-ya. there's a nice version as well.
2: My arsenal for the game is pretty pretty sparse. I, I used the the basilard, which is just a little quick knife that you get at the start, until I got the combat knife, which is just a slightly stronger little quick knife. And I yeah, used that through. News. Yeah, I used it through the entire game until I got the Alucard card sword again. So <laughs> I really didn't have uh, too much of variety. Sadly. of
3: made it harder on yourself.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I I, didn't, I at the time I was thought, wow, I'm hitting really fast. This has to be the best. But I'm hearing hearing otherwise (laughs) Did any
1: of you guys use uh, the shield
0: rod at all? Yeah, I was going to say, you mentioned the shield rod And uh, I did not use that
2: Me neither, but I'm curious about it That thing is fantastic So uh,
1: essentially you you have the shield rod And you can use it with a bunch of different shields That you get throughout the game And some of them do um, special attacks Like for example, you can use the Medusa shield with it And it does like little homing lasers uh, the skull shield has a big pile of skulls that shoots laser out of it. You can use it with a leather shield and a cow comes and heals you.
5: <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it just all,
1: all sorts of weird things. With the fire sword, there's uh, a bunch of fireballs that come out. But yeah. if you get it with the Alucard shield, and if you have the Alucard shield at the beginning, um, it's, it's pretty much a game breaker. I mean, I, I, I so. beat uh, Dracula in a matter of seconds, right?
2: What does it do with the Alucard shield?
1: Essentially, you just hold out the shield and it just does you know 200 plus damage. Every, every time it touches them. Every time it touches them. <laughs> oh which is wow! Like, Ten times a second, right? Holy cow! Yeah. So that. Um, cool. That uh, boss there, Galamoth. You know, I didn't have the lightning armor either, but it took me like three seconds to kill him. Oh
4: my gosh!
2: It's <laughs> amazing.
1: Yeah.
4: I should try that too.
1: Player two, you're really bad at this game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am, or I'm really great. <laughs> I killed Gal- that that guy with a combat knife. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, actually, like, that's a claim
0: to fame. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I ever putting himself the spoon. <laughs> I carved down the biggest
1: tree in the woods with a herring. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
4: here we go. Cool. Did any of really
1: guys be- you of use the see uh, axe armor code? Not yet. No. You so you, that's you can actually play with an axe as well for a weapon.
4: That really? is so
2: cool.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's hard to get around though. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> Does it
2: just uh, go back and forth like like, like the boomerang, like the uh, like how the
3: enemies use the axe? Sorry, Dean. You can. Yeah. No.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so essentially, you, you put in this axe armor code, and you don't actually turn into the axe armor. It's just equipment in your your inventory. But once oh. you are you you can turn from Alucard into this axe armor character, and you can mm-hmm. uh, use this this oh, axe. Wow. This cool. It's not nice. that great. It's pretty. Like, you have to unequip it to get to most parts in the game because it can't really jump that high or right. that can. But.
2: Like, just the fact that they would put something like that in it just shows how much dedication they had to it. Just, yeah. It just blows my mind. So it's a whole
1: mm-hmm. new dynamic
4: to the game, right? That was the Axe Lord code, right? Uh, Axe Armor, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because yeah, cool. there's, a, there's an, a code you can put in at the start of the game, Axe Lord. Oh, is it? And uh, what does that do? gives you, like, a time attack or something.
3: There's I a bunch remember. of them actually. There's, yeah. uh, you can put in. Um, let me think. There's Richter, which got you see know, the game is Richter. There's Maria, but that only works in the PSP version and the Saturn version. Saturn, yeah, yeah. But you can play as Maria. Um, I'm trying to remember the other ones off the top of my head. Axe armor. Uh, there's another one where it's this crazy sequence of characters that you'd never remember. But I guess it was a code in Rondo of Blood for like <laughs> a level select. Yeah, so anyway, work. if you, if you put that in. Um, it gives you, you start the game with, I think, uh, Lapis Lazuli, which is an item that gives you a lot of luck, and you start with, like, plus 99 luck. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you get drops, like, all over the place. Cool. Um, rare drops and stuff like that that become really easy to collect. So there's that version, and then there's also Mephisto. But you start
4: super weak with that, too, right? You do, yeah. Yeah. You,
3: you have to build yourself up. It's a mm-hmm. little bit more difficult, but it doesn't, it really doesn't affect that much of the game, to be honest. True. <laughs> Especially True. when you start getting these drops. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Um, and the other one comes to my head is Mephisto, and that one's a really weird one, but uh, the, the, the best armor in the game is a drop from an enemy in the inverted castle called Guardian, and it's called the God's Garb. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really hard to get. Like, it's a rare drop, even when you've got luck on and stuff like that. And if you oh. put in this code, he drops it every time you kill him.
2: <laughs> oh, really? It's, Holy it's cow. It's a really
3: weird code, but...
2: And that's all it does?
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, Cool.
1: These mm-hmm. codes have been around since forever though, eh? Like even Castlevania 3 had the you could name your character and if you put a special code in you'd get uh, bonuses. Mm-hmm. Like if you named your character help me, you'd get like help me 10 lives yeah. or
3: something like that. That's the only one I knew. Me too. Me too. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I think there was other ones that you could start with the different characters, like Alucard oh. or Grantor. Oh wow, neat. Cypher or Cipher Silva. Yeah.
0: I love I love hearing about secrets like this and Stuff that you didn't have. And it kind of makes me sad that if this game had come out today, this none of this stuff would be secret. It would have been on IGN, you know, three days before the release. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, YouTube too. Yeah, it's just, it's cool to, to sit here and hear you guys say, like, talk about it. It's almost like back in the days when you'd be at the playground and you'd be like, I'm, you know, what are you playing? Oh, I'm playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, did you do this? And they like, oh, go, no, I haven't done that. Oh, wow. And you go home and you try it. And uh we don't... That doesn't exist now. And mm. it it was... It, it makes such great memories, and it makes for such great games to not shove it all down our throats. It's true. Um, yeah, well, you just made me sad.
4: Oh. <laughs> Nostalgic snatched. Just like the wind. <laughs> We're going to discuss that song when we get to music, by the way. It's <laughs> coming up. Are
3: you going to sing it in its entirety? Yeah,
2: I want to hear this rendition.
3: <laughs>
4: I love you. If you've seen it on Twitter, I've mentioned that song a few times. It's for, it's like the smoothest jazz ever. It comes out of nowhere, just like the, I know. Oh, this is the song you picked for uh, your Castlevania end credits. Oh, yeah, Breaks us G? the most. <laughs> oh yeah, it is coming up next too. That's a good segue. Nice job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Anyway, great music. Well, very, what did you guys think of the soundtrack? <laughs> it's very 90s in times, but, uh, yeah. like, you know, there's, like, certain guitar riffs and all that. Just that sound of that generation, it certainly uh, comes out, but, yeah, excellent soundtrack.
2: I agree. Except great for to, Missing Black Tears. Uh, I'm still blown away by that.
3: Does I think it? it's in the Saturn port. Is it? I think. I might be wrong about that, but I think it's in there. Or it's on the soundtrack with the Saturn port, like a yeah. version they made for it. Right yeah, on the, I had to look at, because I bought, when I
0: was playing through the game, uh, the soundtrack didn't actually blow me away, and I was playing it on my Vita, I had, I had bought it on the PlayStation Network, so I don't know if it was because of the fact that I was playing it on my Vita, or what, but I, the sound, the soundtrack just didn't jump out at me, and I, I told P2 that, and he was like, you're wrong, go buy the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, and uh, the first thing I looked for was Bloody Tears, because that's when I think of Castlevania music, that's what I think of, is Bloody Tears. Mm-hmm. And, and I... Uh, I looked and it's not there, and I was like, "Well, that's that's got to be wrong." So then I, I went on YouTube and I was like, "Castlevania Symphony of Bloody Tears," and it came up, and I was like, "What what are you doing? iTunes? You just ripped me off a song." <laughs> <laughs> so then, then I looked it up, and it was like, "Yeah, it's not on the North America soundtrack. It's only on the the Japanese soundtrack, and it's not in the game.
2: It's bizarre. Yeah. It's
4: so it was too hype for North America. They couldn't." <laughs> yeah. This
3: is too much. Can't handle it. Uh what's cool about the actual the PlayStation game is if you pop it in your C D player, you can listen to yeah. all the tracks. <laughs> yeah No great.
5: way. That is
3: yeah. so cool. Actually there's a little like opening, the guy that does um alucard's voice. Uh I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he did like all the Tekken games. He's like the announcer for Tekken.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Anyway, he like kinda does a little opening and then it goes into all the tunes. So I used to listen to it a lot.
2: That is so cool.
3: Yeah. It is, uh, when, you,
0: when you're listening to it, like I, I, would, I would just listen to it driving around after the fact, and you start to, you know, you're like, a song plays, and you're like, man, that's a good that's a good song, and then you, really, you remember where it is in the game, and it's, music and gaming go so well together hand in hand, and uh, the last two months on the club, we've been really lucky because we had Mega Man X before this, and then Symphony of the Night, and those are two both dynamite soundtracks.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So what did you think of the, cre- the end credits song?
4: <laughs> yeah. I hear you guys talk about it first.
5: It caught
2: me off guard. I'll tell you that. And uh, and I don't, I don't really understand it.
3: Yeah. I, don't, I never looked into it too much. But but why was it there?
5: <laughs>
3: Does anybody know? I think maybe the guys doing the music for the game was just like I just really need to get some jazz in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just feeling jazzy. I don't know. It is
2: peculiar.
3: I think in the PSP version they actually like redid all that too, and it's like uh, this new song with singing and. Is it like? Well, see, yeah, I
4: got to beat this version. I, I'm going to do it, but mm-hmm. I'm keen to find that out.
2: Yeah, I am the wind.
4: Did you guys ever play the game uh, Kings Quest Six?
3: No. Never played a King's oh. Quest, actually. Oh,
4: that's a hardcore game for hardcore gamers. But uh, the end credits song, in King's Quest 6 kind of reminded me of this, too. I don't know. Maybe it's just, once again, just a sign of the times. Just this weird end credits, <laughs> smooth jazz. Just mellow out, man, and just enjoy the ride kind of music. Very specific time Damn. in gaming. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. If you enjoyed, uh, just like the wind, be sure and look up Girl in the Tower. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Actually now that I'm trying to think about it, I think the Silent Hill games had some similar credit songs too at the end of the game, which was also Konami. And I'm wondering if it's maybe a Konami thing.
4: Might be.
3: Yeah, that was well, a good Yamaoka point. thing. That was like yeah. wasn't it like a
4: Spanish uh, guitar and yeah. singing Yeah.
2: That's true. That's true.
1: Well I think it was a different song for every ending, right? Is that the same Not with this all. game? Like depending on how you finish it. Is it oh, a different
4: mate?
3: song? I think it's uh, I the think same song. Yeah. I think it's different th- endings, but because
4: hmm. I did get the crabby ending in this one, and I didn't hear the uh, the wind song, it was just background music so- as the credits rolled. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, yeah. But yeah, I can't speak for when you beat it, quote unquote, properly, because I haven't done uh, that yet on the PS1. I beat
2: it at one one ninety percent, which was like the second best ending, and and it had the vocals. And then I beat it at one ninety eight percent, and and it also had the vocals. So I just assume they all had it. Hmm. So I think not. you get it
3: if you at least beat it in the inverted.
2: In the inverted. Ember- oh, okay. Very yeah, neat. That's what I'm
3: thinking that. too. Yeah.
4: Cool. You kill the right people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> beat. Be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got the lyrics of every right now. Oh, that's it is. It's,
2: that's beautiful. It's beautiful. I just got
4: my, yeah, I just got my <laughs> new ringtone. Should it. record it. Is the enemy within?
2: so what did you guys think about uh, before you uh, move on i I forgot to mention that uh, about the endings uh do you guys feel that the endings were different enough to really warrant you know getting maybe that last 10 or 20 percent of the map
1: i didn't really think so i didn't find a whole lot of attachment with the characters anyway so i didn't really care what they did yeah fair enough (laughs) but uh, you can actually extract a secret ending from the the city. Um, there was a. There was like a fifth ending or secret scenes from an ending, and you can rip the audio really? file from it. Yeah, and it, it kind of tells you one other mm-hmm. way it could have gone if they had enough time to finish it. So, yeah. oh wow! I I mean, they have not that. had
0: enough time. Had so much <laughs> based, <in> on, your... <laughs> based on what percentage you have at the end. It determines what ending you get. Man, I I'm really gotta play this game. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it.
2: Yeah, what ending did you get? You won.
0: Uh, so after I killed Richter, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <Where> I? <laughs> Um, what are the, so what are the different innings? I'm sure Dean knows them. Uh,
1: to be honest, not really. Like I, I know that, um, you can either beat it as Richter and then you kill a, you know, you kill a Belmont essentially and the castle crumbles. Yeah. Alternatively, uh, you kill Dracula and then. You're with Maria and Richter and Alucard, and Alucard just kind of walks away, and Maria can either chase after him or uh, let him go, or
2: just kind of yeah, not just go and stay him. with Richter. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh. Okay, I thought I was I was like I thought there was like tiered different endings, you know. One of the Maria, takes off her top.
1: And... Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I don't know. Does anything does ever happen right? if you get, like, 400%? Like, because you, you can do the secret 400% rate. I don't it's think it changes like anything. It. It just, you
0: just yeah. get the 200.6 one. Okay. Barry from Resident Evil walks in. You were almost an card sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. That's the thing I want. You can't be mad at me for not knowing there's different endings other than the inverted castle. I'm the Andy Richter. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. I'm just here I'm just because P2 can't edit. Fair enough.
4: <laughs> yeah. You've mentioned uh, the Saturn version of the Game <laughs> P10s. What's the deal with the Saturn version? Why did they get like an extra area?
3: That two, all about, two extra areas actually um, I, I think it was just it was popular enough in Japan to warrant them making another version what's weird is that the Saturn was kind of known for being able to do sprites better but mm-hmm. the game actually looks worse
4: yeah, yeah because they
3: stretched it to make the aspect fit and then they uh, the, I think the audio is better and they added two more areas and that's where they first added the ability to play as Maria but um, other than that I think like most people kind of Oh, and they also added the Alucard boots, which would have been awesome to have. Yeah. Um, That's just, so just a dash, right? The game. Yeah.
5: <clears throat>
3: mm. um, but other than that, people say that the PlayStation game is typically the, the better version, even though it doesn't have the two extra. I uh, heard that, too.
1: Yeah. I think the Saturn has a, a lot of load times as well that people complain about, even from going to screen to screen. Oh, wow. Yeah.
4: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Was it? The Cursed Prison and Underground Garden were the two new areas at the castle.
3: And I remember too when I like back when I was a kid and playing this game. Uh, there was like a rumor that you could get into the underground garden place or whatever, uh, mm. and it was like it's one of those hateful, hateful <laughs> schoolyard rumors, kind of like getting. not yeah. uh, the best rumor in Mario sixty four. You know what I mean? Right. You know, Wait, so you can't like,
2: get Luigi and Mario sixty four.
3: You've tried. Just throw
2: my
1: phone. <laughs> wasted. Keep up the mm. Hey, <laughs>
4: remember uh, that. Sorry, remember. remember in uh, Shadow of the Colossus, that area that you see the guy start out at the top of the bridge? You can yes. totally get back up there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I've actually done it, too. It's pretty high. You really have? You, mm, you, need to, you need to beat the game a few times, have your grip bar super high, but there's this moss uh, growing on the side of the castle. And uh, it takes a few tricky jumps on it, but you can't get back up there. It's pretty cool. It's completely pointless, but uh, it's one of those games... The ones, yeah, there's a there's a game for a future episode, but there's uh, Shadow oh, of Colossus. It's definitely
2: been We've noted. Actually, <laughs> We've actually talked about that.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you get up there, it's like, obviously, your horse can't come along, but it's pretty funny. Actually, run, I, you get up there, and you basically end up at the uh, the front door of the castle, just where the bridge ends. And I ran yeah. back across the bridge. <laughs> oh wow. I think it takes like eight minutes or something to get to the end. Oh, wow. And uh, you get to that little... Uh, tiny little opening to get into that valley and you try and go inside but the wind blows you back out it's pretty funny oh, interesting. and you can actually get to that garden that you see at the end of uh, Shadow of the Colossus
5: hmm.
4: it is uh, on the top of the castle and there's even fruit you can eat but don't eat that fruit because it actually hurts you <laughs> oh, good to know yeah. wow. bit of off topic fun but uh, <laughs> we'll but have to yeah. remember that though Next, if you guys do play it in the future I recommend giving that a shot it's just one of those fun little extra things that's worth trying out cool
0: it's yeah, it's definitely a game that we uh, we've talked about. It's it, with the with the cartridge club. It's really difficult because we need like we have, on the forums we have a suggestion for people to suggest what games to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that people are put, starting to put suggestions in there because when it was just down to player two and myself trying to figure it out, it was every suggestion was a uh, SquareSoft RPG. <laughs> and the <Super> mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so. uh Shadow of the Colossus is one that was definitely we talked about, and I, I anticipate we'll probably see it sometime
1: this year. Right, no, 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 no. cool. Hmm, yeah. cool. So while we're talking about ports, did you guys play any of the other uh, ports at all? Like not even just the game ports, but like the Tiger Electronics one or <laughs> Encore of the Night or anything like that?
2: No, no. no I've never no. actually. Uh, what is Encore of the Night? I've oh, heard of that.
1: Um, I haven't played it. It's an, I think it's an iPhone or a smartphone game. And it's, it's, it's basically based. like Tetris, right? Yeah, it's puzzle based. Yeah, yeah. really Play through the different areas of uh, Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
3: Has anybody played the um, the P- I think it was PSN and Xbox Live the Harmony or was it H O D something like Harmony yeah. of Despair or Any something? like that. Or despair yeah, <laughs> I know
2: that what you mean <laughs> yeah, you can actually <laughs> unlock value card I think, but it's like Harmony yeah. of Despair.
4: Yeah.
3: Harmony of Despair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of sucks because you you have to play it like with people yeah you, know what I mean? you, you really gotta have some people that actually want to play and yeah and none of us want to play games with yeah like exactly <laughs> like can i hook up my super nintendo to the internet it's a, <laughs> it's
4: a cool idea i'd certainly like to try a multiplayer but like i said it's hard to find people who bought it or mm-hmm. even know what it is <laughs> true enough.
3: It On the 360 so if anybody wants to try it sometime <laughs> yeah,
4: keep that in mind it's that modern Konami, they don't support themselves as much as they should. Not unlike Nintendo, I suppose, but like, uh, there's that, uh, what was it? I want to say Hardcore Uprising. What's that latest Contra-style game that's only on uh, PSN and Xbox Live or whatever?
3: That's, uh, yeah, I have that, and I, I really like that game.
4: That is an excellent game, but they did not advertise it at all. I can't even remember what it's called at this point. I don't even <laughs> know
2: what it is.
3: Yeah, it's hard. Hardcore hard Uprising. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a sweet game, too. It's incredible, yeah. I love the RPG mode in it. Yeah, hmm. Hardcore Uprising, yeah. yeah.
4: You can even you even slap bullets back. It's like a button. Yeah. Like, a deep, like, like nope, get out of the way. Keep sounds oh. neat. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when well, the PS1 came out, um, a big thing was it's CD-based, and you can put so much more data on there, and all of our games can be so much prettier, and polygon, 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 mm. polygon. Mm. And Konami said... Instead of polygons, we're just going to put way more stuff in the background.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's <looked> great.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so for Symphony of the Night, when a lot of games were making the jump, and a lot of companies were making the jump to 3D graphics and to polygons. Konami said, we're going to stick to the basics for Symphony of the Night, and I am so glad they did because it turned out so beautiful.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's uh, it's funny when you think about it because they had the chance, they tried it on the N64, and then they were like, well, while we're doing that, we can also make this 2D one. So kind of test the waters, I think they did. And I'm kind of glad that they did it that way.
3: Yeah, especially after the 64. Oh, well, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suffered through that. I did, I, I, did you own play that? When they came up with it again, I didn't play it again. That's <laughs> so funny. I did suffer through the first one.
2: That's impressive. That's a feat. Yeah. So yeah, I think everyone here liked the graphics. Then,
1: yeah, the graphics. Certainly, um, it's somebody online. He uh, he actually calculated how long or how tall the, the castle would be in relation to Alucard, supposing he was just a uh, you know six feet tall. Right. And it turns out to be like thirteen kilometers tall.
2: Holy cow! Yeah. Cool. Incredible. <laughs> That's kind of neat.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Even today, when they come out with a game. That kind of throws, goes, you know, goes with a throwback style. You, re- I, I don't know, I appreciate it more. I don't know Me what too. it is. I guess it's just because everything has moved on and uh, these these games are sometimes they're just an indie title or something like that that somebody comes out with. And oftentimes those games are a labor of love. So they have a lot of great content and stuff like that in it. But when they have the retro style, I don't know, I just really appreciate it.
2: I agree completely. Yeah. It's like, a, I don't know, it just plays on tugs on our nostalgia strings, I guess.
4: For sure. Mm-hmm. Pixel so graphics are so sprites. hot these days too. Oh man, like they,
0: they really are. They're and they you just can't beat them. Mm. You can't. I like I like polygons and I like the PS1 when it goes out and I liked a lot of the a lot of the you know Final Fantasy 7 Parasite Eve, all those games. But you just can't compare with sprites.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know?
5: um, it literally I, is art. I mean,
3: <laughs> then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, the uh the new kind of hd sprites that we're seeing now too uh, if you guys played ducktales remastered yeah um that yeah, style gorgeous. is awesome and uh, we're seeing it with uh way forward is kind of like the they're the guys doing it but uh i i haven't i haven't played any other games in the series but the Shantae games oh yes um, yeah. the new one that they have coming out it's the same thing it's like these high def sprite based art assets and it looks incredible I nice just think it so, so
2: uh i remember when that kickstarter got announced so i take it they got funded did
3: they yeah, I think they're, yeah. they're doing a 3DS game and a Wii U game.
2: Excellent, excellent.
3: Yeah, you guys play uh, Double Dragon Neon? I, I haven't did yet. didn't. That yeah. is
1: so much yeah, fun. I played it too. Yeah, I heard That's it was amazing. great.
4: Yeah. Hard, highly recommend. It. I was hoping to see it coming on disc. I have it on PSN Plus. It was free. But I don't really subscribe to PSN Plus unless there's a sale going on because I don't really like the whole Netflixing of games where you just sort of rent them as long as you have it uh, right, paid right. for.
3: I, I hate that. I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: there's a, like right now on PSN there's an amazing sale going on. Games such as Wolf Among Us or Tales of Zelia. A new game kid just came out called Rain, which I have described on Twitter as soggy eco. That <laughs> 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 <Nice>. sounds cool. <laughs> so I've got a list here: uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Eight games that I don't own that I'm that either I've bought or will buy. It takes a while to download these things, and that's like sixty-three bucks seventy cents. So that's uh, oh, wow. and that's, that's with simple. one month of pl- uh, PlayStation Plus, just so you can get the extra discounts. Wow. I can't even remember why I brought this up now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Train of it's thought right. derailed. That's okay. But oh yeah, no worries. Yeah, uh, Double Dragon Neon, excellent game. Uh, highly recommend it for. Uh, I guess we're all retro gamers here, right? Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, oh, for sure. For sure. Um, well,
4: this one definitely reaches that retro gaming uh, itch, and it has those new funky HD pixel art graphics that we were discussing. And now I've brought it back to where we started. Great. Well <laughs> Yeah, well hardly done. recommend. <laughs> Double Dragon.
2: Like, the um, box, if you just look at the scale of the bosses and, and the details and, and just how different some of them are, like, mm-hmm, do you mm-hmm. guys remember that beehive boss? Like, or that, I don't even know what you'd call it. it was Diesel Bub, yeah. Oh, so A giant rotting corpse man. or something with oh, bees it's around it. So gross! And it's just just things like that that really stick with you. Just and the amount of 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 sprites on the screen. You know, sometimes in like when the the corpses are falling down, and oh, I don't know. There's just so many different bosses that were just blowing me away.
3: And mm-hmm. and the enemies in the game, like. In most of these games you play these days, after a while, you start seeing just palette swaps and color swaps and stuff right, like that. Right. But I can only think of, like, off the top of my head now, there's two enemies in the game that have the same body, but different heads. <laughs> and that's it. That's the, there's, that's the only thing I can think of. For the most part, like, uh, it's just, it's always another asset or another, another something just, unique. Yeah. And it's always, it's unbelievable, really. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. the armor guys mm-hmm. kind of get mixed up along the way. Um, they're all pretty similar, but for the most part, like it's right. and, and always it's unique and crazy and weird and <laughs> unbelievable yeah. all the it's different true. yeah.
2: Some of the regular enemies could have been bosses themselves, like they're that detailed and fantastic. Yeah. 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 You definitely do even, even the art style. Even yeah,
4: the I even felt <laughs> bad sometimes about uh, just killing the monsters because I just wanted to see all of their different attack animations and see what they'll at right, us next. I still think the uh, the big ball of uh, dead bodies is probably yeah, yeah. the most memorable. I and agree. Kind of balloon, yeah. even the room you get in there—it's like it's just this huge like I don't know hallway or whatever—and just skulls everywhere. You're running on skulls, and bodies are falling off the guy, and you're cutting. Every time you cut it, all the bodies scream out. yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs>
0: there was. And there's a couple of rooms that when you walk in them they're just they're massive rooms and they look like there's gonna be some huge event there and then
3: (laughs) Yeah. There's a couple of rooms that I think were honestly there just so you can like do like a badass pose. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like running in the middle of it, yeah. and all of a sudden you just hold up so you stand kind of cool for a second, and then you keep running. Right. Yeah, oh, <laughs> then, oh, for sure. sure. Uh, I like
4: how the boss rooms often have an amazing piece of artwork in the background, just for that kind of reason. Just because they knew you'd be in there for yeah. a while, or maybe you'd come back in the room as you're traveling throughout the maps. So they figured, well, it's gonna be a big entry room. We might as well make it look all pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Give them something cool. to look at. Yeah, that's one true. fun, Get- one fun thing I was. Glad I just remembered to mention this. Did you notice know so you can sit in a bunch of the chairs in the game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I was just going nice to bring that size. up.
0: Um, there's one room where you go in, and I tweeted this uh, a while ago. You go into the room and you sit down. It's a confessional, yeah. and uh, a, priest, a ghost of a priest will come in, and he'll either sit down and take your confession or he'll attack yeah. you. And if you sit in his chair, then a woman comes in, and she'll either sit and confess or she'll attack you. Uh, does that room serve any other purpose other than just to be... It's just know, cool. Grape juice. They,
4: they give you items, like health yeah. drops, or they'll give you a bunch mm-hmm. of knives through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Which is if you do it too many times. But yeah, It's just one of those cool little things. Yeah. It's cool. I don't know yeah, if... Really uh, did you guys notice as well
2: that... Uh, like, changing your cloaks, that alone looks cool because you could change into different colors and things. But did you notice that the wings, when you turn into a bat, changes too with your cloak? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah there's like, actually a that idea. attention is just there's a like an invisible cloak too that was really cool
3: yeah the crystal cloak crystal cloak. Yeah, awesome. that's yeah. right
2: yeah that is like... there's one that i just buy think of how...
3: like, every time i play it too it's called the joseph cloak yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah i buy it like yeah. every time i play it that's and just and i'll just you can pick yeah. your own yeah. exactly yeah that's so cool yeah Can can never
4: make them look quite right though you ever notice? it's always maybe either a bit too bright or not bright enough it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh no I gotta go back so, Nope, yeah, you gotta go there. takes a little
3: bit of tinkering. It probably takes you like a half hour just to get the right cape. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's its
4: own mini game, basically. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, Dean, you mentioned the invisible cloak. So, when you wear that, you just does the alley card just not? No, have it is. There on? is
1: a cloak, and you can kind of see a little bit of a blur behind him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can see the outline of the cloak. It, it looks pretty cool. It does. Yeah.
3: Oh, wow, that's, that's another thing in the Saturn version. They couldn't do transparency. <laughs> Yeah. So like, it's just a dither. So like, anything that's see through <laughs> is just, just, just gray. <laughs> that's funny. I've yeah. never seen the crystal cloak in it, but I'm assuming it looks like shit. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> funny.
4: You notice know, that uh, there's a little opening underneath the librarian, and if you go into the room below him and do your super jump, you actually knock into his chair yeah no you, I do you knock up.
0: into the chair mm-hmm. I, I remember flying up that
4: uh, yeah mm-hmm. and you kind of push him up and then there's like a you have like to up have, up.
3: yeah you have to have the uh, gravity boots yeah okay so when you use that it lets you do like a you do like a super jump and you can kind of repeatedly do it in the air so if, if you actually hit him uh multiple times, he'll drop multiple items, and one of them is Dracula's uh i think it's called Dracula's tunic, it's a really good armor um, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, you can also get. Uh, I think it's a ring of Varda. Um, I can't remember. if It's a ring of Varda. It's. It's anyway. It's a a relic that's good for boosting your luck. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of different items you can get out of them if you keep doing it. And I can't remember how many times, but you just kind of keep doing it. Shake <laughs> them down. down. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool.
2: That must be the one relic I'm missing. <laughs> oh,
3: there you go. <laughs> not, well, it makes sense. It's sense. Not a relic. Sorry, it's, it's, it's a ring or accessory. Sorry
2: oh okay, like, okay. sorry
3: i'm thinking of final fantasy 6
2: <laughs> oh gotcha yeah, fair yeah. enough yeah.
0: Okay, so uh so p2 you said you finished with 192 percent
2: 198
0: okay sorry 198 um <laughs> what uh so what one of the, what uh, what percentages did everybody else obviously i'm at 162 i haven't yet finished but like a wise man said last month it's the game of the month not the game of when we decide to record a podcast Oops. So I still have, uh, like, 12 days. Yeah, yeah. that is
2: true. And you used that time to, to finish Bangman X, right?
0: So I just want to know what uh, percentage. <laughs> they went on. Like, uh, Dean, what was your percentage when you finished? Uh, I had
1: 194, and uh, the reason for that is that, that turbo controller that I'm using, I can't do half the skills that Helicard can. I can't do high jumps. I can't do... Well, anything like that, any of the spells, it just won't register with that controller. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, I can't shoot fireballs with my bat, so I have to go back and switch controllers. Easy enough to do, I'm just lazy. Yeah.
0: An interesting fact about the, uh, if you play the PlayStation Network version on the Vita, you don't have an R2 or an L2. And trying to figure out where those buttons are when you want to turn into like the wolf. Is frustrating, And it ended up... I found out the other day... I was playing as the bat... And I was flying... And when I hold my Vita... I put my fingers on the back... And I randomly turned into a wolf... And I had no idea why... And that's when I remembered... The Vita has a touchpad on the back...
3: <laughs> and that that acts as your R2 and your L2... Oh wow... The same and thing happens in the PSP bit. version... But I can't remember what the buttons are... Oh okay...
2: I, yeah the PSP would be too... Um,
0: so Surf... or Yeah we'll go Surf... Uh, I assume... Well, you didn't finish it this month, you
3: said you, because you played it three times in October. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, in October, the, I was doing speed runs, so I wasn't covering everything, but I mean, I've done 200.6 several times. So, What's with the point six? Why wouldn't know. it just be 200? I don't know why that's the case. I guess it's just, maybe it just got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> we need continue. to put in another room here. <laughs> why? <laughs> we just have to. Precise calculations. Yeah, yeah that's right. it's kind of a pain in the <laughs> ass to get the two hundred point six, really, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're you're flying around every little edge in the uh in the in the areas trying to get every little, especially in the uh, underground caverns. Oh yeah, yes. trying to get every little morsel of you know what I mean, space down there and all that. And mm-hmm. The upside yeah. down water on the ceiling, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And and I you know what works forget. well for that
4: is if you What's turn that? into the dog and you hold a, it's triangle, Boop. you actually swim. Yeah. Oh, that's what so I do. So, you just sort of do this weird swimming dragging your head across the ceiling
3: floor <laughs> thing. <laughs> I think that's the only way to get it, honestly. Yeah. I tried to do it faster. But I've never been able to do it without using the dog. Yeah. It's pretty
4: fine. There's a little dog paddle thing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: Steve,
0: how uh what was your percentage at you mentioned
4: uh, uh the, the, I the light I'm was. not even sure with my I don't even know where my PSP is right now. Uh, I've got what I believe is all of the regular castle, and then I've almost done the lap around the inverted castle. But right. my save currently is just in front of uh, uh digs. So I'm deciding if I want to try and beat him with uh, my current setup or if I should look for that armor. You know, whatever. Whatever works. Yeah, he is probably. Just use the uh, combat knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might.
1: Might work. Big you secret.
4: <laughs> it's all about if you get a good place to stand and if you uses that one lightning attack where it just shoots lightning down like over and Do you have over. any
3: uh, like thunder potions or was it lightning potions or anything like that? Like you can take potions that'll give you like a defense boost and. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can probably good. get by with
4: that. I've got that crap. Yeah, I, I could. and yeah. just
3: I just got to get around You've to got alicard mail. That's 50% right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. sure. Get her
4: down. I've got the lightning mail too. I actually, I to equipped that last time I was playing the game. It didn't really seem to help that much, though. I think it still just has a lower base uh, defense. Yeah. But, uh, like I said before, I've certainly beat the game before. I beat it with Richter, and that that's a, that is a fun mode. It's just more like a fun bonus thing. Which is kind of neat. I was going to mention this earlier is that I like how in future Castle Winning games, they often have that feature where a character, like a sub character, will eventually become your new game plus. Yeah. Like in yeah. the. Whichever one was I wanna say Portrait of Ruin, the one with the two sisters. Yeah, Portrait of Ruin, the one with uh, Morris and Charlotte. But if you do mm-hmm. the new game plus there you actually play as the evil sisters, and that's kinda neat.
2: Oh wow, I didn't know that.
4: So, I don't I, think... I don't remember do they die in the we're getting off top. <laughs> 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 Let's assume they live to fight another day even though they're the villains, so it's neat to play through the game again as the as villain characters. It's cool. I like. Yeah, that is cool. You okay. don't see that too Andrew, uh,
0: Andrew, from FitNack Gaming, he he uh, didn't he didn't even, even want to play the game at first because he had played it before and hated it. What? And uh, so we blackmailed him into playing for this month. <laughs> 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 and uh, he was at two hundred and two percent, I believe. And Steve helped him out with uh, a couple of the last few squares that he needed there on Twitter. Mm and uh he actually posted the pictures of his maps up there. Yeah, I remember so. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's at about, I don't know if he ever got the 200.6 but um he definitely had 200.2 and it's crazy like.
4: Yeah, I that recommended that if you use the library card at the last boss battle, you can actually leave the boss battle while it's happening and you'll have those uh, boxes filled in because you were there.
2: Holy cow, yeah. neat. Yeah. That's
4: actually what I did the first time I fought Gallimoth because I kind of made a beeline for him as soon as I got to the inverted castle, so I was severely underprepared for him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, geez, I shouldn't be here. So I was like, uh, uh, I got like five health hadn't saved in a while. Uh, library card, library card. Uh-huh. And then there I am with the library card. It's like, yeah. And then I just started throwing a bunch of random food items that I'd never, ever use otherwise just on the ground. He just <laughs> throws them on the ground. I know. And just like, walks over and health back. I don't, I don't know if you guys have used the, the peanuts before, but he actually just flicks them up in the air and you're supposed to try and catch them in your mouth. Oh, cool. Really? It's really hard. I don't think I ever caught one of them. <laughs> but it's I've hilarious. There's one so little pixel flapping down in the air.
3: It's, awesome. it's not easy to line it up. No. no. Um, you can actually, like, there's a glitch where you can wipe out. So you can do the whole castle and then you can wipe it out. Um, it's like this really weird combination of un- unequip this, this, that, the other thing. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but when you do it, it wipes the whole map out and you can recover it. Um, and what it does too, is there's an item in the game called the walk armor, which is actually the most powerful armor in the game. If you cover the more yeah. cover castle you cover, the more powerful it is. So if you do this glitch, you essentially get to do that all over again. So it's like completely, you know, get yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You can do the same thing if you go back out, uh, past the drawbridge again, or. Do that little sword combination. You can get to the outside of the castle and jump around the roof, and that oh, can neat. sword your percentage as well. Yeah, you can essentially climb all through castle or Castlevania yeah, or whatever it's called. You add um, blue just around no the outside. So. It was it turns white.
4: Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: That is but so cool. If you know have that. the walk armor, you're you're set.
4: We should discuss sub weapons and familiars. That's a good point. Yeah, I would
2: love to hear what familiars you guys use. I use the fairy myself. I know it's. Hmm. I, I didn't use it the first time I played, but this time I she came in handy. Every time I died, if I died, she just resurrected me. It was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like
4: how she uses your items to do that. It's like, yeah, you don't mind if I borrow this, <laughs> <laughs> It's Like, where'd all my items go?
2: This is Resident Evil Five. <laughs> anyway, <okay>. yes, so. <laughs>
4: pretty much. <laughs>
0: I, uh, yeah. so I used the bat the most, was the familiar I used, and to be honest, the, the sub-weapon I liked the most was the daggers. Hmm. I, I felt they were the most accurate at what I wanted... They did what I wanted them to do. Mm-hmm. I, I always found, like, with the axes, I would overshoot or undershoot, and with that... Um, blue square or whatever it was that bounced off the wall yeah. just frustrated me beyond
4: belief. I find that one the most amusing to use, especially if you're doing like a boss fight in a small area, it's just like ping, 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 bing, bing. just doing yeah. damage. Kind of... Which is actually what your doppelganger does in that one fight too. That's like, oh, yeah. this guy knows what's up. So in his little red crystal, everyone's like ping, 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 ping. Like, no,
3: I have to dodge it.
4: I know, I know the pain now.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, what familiars did you guys use? Dean, what was uh, what was your favorite familiar?
1: Um, I used the uh, sword till it was level 100, then used that as a weapon for a while. Um, because after level 50, you can equip it. Cool. Um, but for the most part, I just used the bat. But again, like I said, because of my controller, I couldn't shoot the fireballs like everybody else could. Mm. And so as you level up with the bat, or as the bat levels up, you get more and more bats that follow you when you turn into a bat. But they just didn't do anything. Oh. It's they like they're supposed weird. to attack the enemy or something, but
4: they—they <laughs> they all spit a, a fireball out. Yeah, yeah
1: so I don't know. <laughs> that's why yeah, you're just rolling with your homies. <laughs> yeah. um, but I—I I got the other ones in the Japanese version as well. There's two extras. The
4: nose fairy. Uh, were.
1: it was like yeah, the nose demon. Nose demon. Yeah. And like yeah, uh, uh nice. the other fairy,
4: like a pixie, right? Or something.
1: Yeah, I, like I couldn't translate it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's just it, a, it was a, essentially uh, like a fairy. And
4: yeah. What what is the difference between those and the ones we got?
1: Uh to be honest, I don't think there's anything. I didn't know what to use the demon for. Uh again, it was all in Japanese, so mm. I didn't know if it told you I where it's. The it. nose
3: demon's the same thing except it has a mask on. Yeah, it looks different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is funny. And then <laughs> the the other fairy, fairy I don't know. Honestly. I
1: think she she talks or sings or something. Yeah. Mm. That's cool.
4: Yeah. I like the bat too. I like how yeah. he gives you a little heart when you turn into a bat. And it's like, yeah, bat puff. <laughs> I wanted to like the demon, and he... Actually, I found the demon doesn't attack enough. I was like, go, go over there. Hit him with your spear. Same with the sword. The sword is kind of slow, I found. He's good when he attacks, but know, just slow. Bat seems to always be there, and he's always like, yeah, I'm going to go. And he just zips ahead of you. <laughs> I liked his hustle. And then there's Ghost. Ghost is... Arguably the slowest of them all, but I think he eventually gives you health if he uh, gets powerful enough. Yeah. He does the soul steal or whatever. Yeah. Bats. her up, probably demon, just because uh, he's cool.
2: Does
1: the I fairy like it. attack at all, or does she just heal you?
4: Uh, I've never seen her attack,
2: so I don't think.
0: She yeah. points out secrets, though. Yeah. yeah she oh, oh, okay. Yeah, she's like, there's something funny about that floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. Hey. <laughs> hey, what'd you say?
3: Probably just turn the game off and walk away and never play yeah. games. <laughs> Not again. <kid>. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, which
0: one of the familiars or sub weapons was your uh, your bread and butter there, surf
3: um, Familiars. I, I typically end up using the sword familiar when I get it. Um, I don't know why, because I never end up using the sword. <laughs> <laughs> Although the sword is good. It's basically a little bit more powerful and very similar to your Alucard, Alucard sword. And like uh, Dean was saying, you can level it up to 100, and it gets a boost every time you get another level. with it. So it, it eventually is technically more powerful. Um, but I, I, I usually end up using the Crusader, which I think we mentioned earlier. Um, but uh, as far as... I, I use the Demon a lot, I think, is the other one, if I was going to switch out. Um, but, uh, I don't really, I don't have a preference, I guess. (laughs) I kind of switch between those two, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And as far as sub weapons go, uh, my favorite's always been the dagger. Yeah. Can't beat that. It's so fast. You can just, you know, fire them off really fast. It's really cool. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Dean, you mentioned, uh, I think it was on the forums you mentioned you like the axe.
1: Yeah, the axe has always been my favorite. Um, I don't know, just the way it lobs. It's pretty cool but mm-hmm. I, I have this thing in games where and it's with all games that if i have uh items or you know hearts in this case i just i never use them i'm always saving them up for this moment that just never seems to come <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So
0: i need to have these just in case yeah exactly so
1: i I've, i haven't used any shield potions or strength potions or, or any sort of stat boosters any healing items which is why i hate the fairy because uh, i don't yeah. use my last item i, yeah, you know, I want to have that exactly. slot filled out right and, like, yeah. My hearts always have to be full or else I'm paranoid and I just, you know, farm candles until like. I the yeah.
0: It's weird that you would have that sort of an impulse in the game because in real life you don't really collect anything like that. Yeah,
5: that's right. Some
3: trips just say, do you have like a basement full of light bulbs and toilet paper or something? <laughs> 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 I can't use them. <laughs> light
5: bulbs and toilet paper. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dean's actually right now just sitting on a throne of Super Nintendo cards. <laughs> you know, that's it's made out of, it's made out of Earthbound boxes.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I th- I'm the only guy who liked I I liked using the Bible thing that just goes around your character, it was but a shield or
1: something, right?
2: Mm, I I guess you could say that it's just it hit whatever comes near. It hits it, it hits them, but because I had to get so close with that combat knife, it was perfect. It was just essentially another hit for me, but. I think uh, that's probably the only reason I really had any interest in it. Other than that, it was the axe. That was my second favorite. Yeah, That's
4: pretty good. <sighs> uh, I enjoyed the boss fight where you get to fight the zombie versions of uh, the characters from Castlevania 3.
0: Yeah, that was a great fight. I uh, I just did that yesterday. Nice. <laughs> and uh, I remembered the, the guy that the, sort of climbs on the walls and stuff. And when yeah. I saw that, it, I instantly... Was like, man, I want to go play Castlevania Three. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. That was a great, uh, that was a great fight. It was a nice homage, and it mm-hmm. it's cool because Dean mentioned how this game was for him a sequel to Castlevania Three because it like it's Alucard's sequel because he goes to sleep at the end of that yeah. and he wakes up for this one, and it, it's also the sequel to Rondo of Blood. So it really was this was like the culmination of everything they had done up to that point, and then they just decided to stop making games.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you guys notice a behemoth as well in the Colosseum from Rondo of Blood or Dracula? Yeah, Oh
4: yep. uh, yeah! Isn't it just like a body or a corpse or something?
1: Yeah, it's just a corpse. Yeah, it's but it's also sorts kind of little things like that that you know. It's just, know.
3: Like, you fight Slogger and Gabe on. They're from Dracula, X, aren't
5: they? are they? I don't the, I think they're
3: they're either they're a boss or something like that. I'm pretty sure they come from another game. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Could be wrong.
4: They <laughs> did look familiar, so maybe.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So what was the deal with Olrox He had his own quarters and everything. He was a boss very briefly. Yeah, just what is that? Just. A bad... <laughs> <laughs> he must yeah, be like a tenant. Must mean... he he be like He's the, He's the one, one he just
0: the the boss, you walk into the room and he tells you to sit down. Yeah, yeah, you can do
4: that too. It's cool. Yeah. You can't even see the other side of the uh, the table from that. Hmm. It's like a cool big ballroom, and you smash something. He's like, no, and then he becomes like a green thing, and then you kill him really quickly. <laughs> wasn't his name like
1: changed in america or something because of copyright reasons because i think in in japan like if you if you watch that movie nosferatu or mm-hmm. whatever it's called it's actually him right
3: yeah it is it's, it's uh um, count orlock
1: that's cool orlock yeah. that's it uh, yeah. that's right so his, his real name is supposed to be orlock but i guess when he came over to america it's all rock mm. they had
3: to make it all rocks that is so all interesting rock, cool that makes more sense yeah yeah he should
4: be a secret playable character you should be. That'd be cool. I mean, he's the same size. Right? Hmm. And then uh, there's a succubus fight. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of re-
2: got to see a little Aliygard backstory there.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
4: Little, uh, little minuscule pixel num- boobs. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that, speaking yeah, of that, I've seen Yeah, around 2 gaming. Collect- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just
3: going to say that
2: myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I think my favorite part of the of that video was when Dean said yeah, when well, she comes in the package, these are covered. But I cut that off.
1: <laughs> well, it makes yes. sense. I mean, <laughs> 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 tell me you wouldn't do the same thing. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Those are awesome. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. it was weird when I when I posted the video. That was uh, I think that was the first review I posted, the first figure review. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that uh, YouTube kind of auto selects your, <laughs> your your thumbnails, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's like a forty minute video. <laughs> three of those minutes were her And there was just one scene where I'm like Pointing at her ass And that's the one that, she was... I I used used that man. Yeah. That so I'm sitting so there with my funny. iPhone And I see Dina's just uploaded this video And it's me like <laughs> I like try to that rush home so To get on the computer funny. as soon as possible
2: <laughs> it's, well, That's Double your views
1: your wife is <laughs> like, what?
4: what kind of videos Are you doing exactly <laughs> I would watch those yeah, give the people what <laughs> they want. I guess. That's right. You're tapping into you the target, man. You yeah, that's talk. a good idea.
0: <laughs> our uh, uh, our next thumbnail is just gonna be uh, <laughs> <laughs> P <Stop>, two. Dot dot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dot.
1: Some of the ports, the uh, I don't know if it was Xbox or what. Didn't some of those edit out, uh, you know, all those adult scenes, all the nudity and whatnot not someone... really anything
4: there to see in the first place. It's all tiny pixel. Yeah, it's... I think it's those portrait arts that they might have, uh, might have done a bit of cropping with. Yeah.
3: I think hmm. just the North Japanese American versions or in general are edited for a few things.
4: Oh yeah. They don't care if you shoot a guy in the face with a shotgun, but show a boob and forget about it. <laughs> yeah. You, you reload that sniper rifle, somebody. you don't look at those things right there. <laughs> <laughs> Never quite understood that, but you know whatever. Murk.
2: So, let How many years has this been now? Seventeen years since this game came out, and and look, at, we can still find things today that that we haven't noticed or didn't see the first time, even back then. So, I guess when you do ask if it stand, stood the test of time, I think it kind of speaks for itself. But do you mm-hmm. guys? Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think that uh, you could play this even years from now and still enjoy it?
4: Yeah, that's what I did this time. I played it years from when I played it last time.
2: There you go, <laughs> there you go. So easily, ten years from now, I'm sure anybody could pick
4: this up and love it just as
5: much. Absolutely.
4: Uh, I had a, a sad moment the other day when I beat uh, the new Zelda on 3DS, and I've been trying to find other games to play, and I just none of them could fill the void that Zelda yeah. left behind, except for Simply of the Night. I'm like this, this, this is a good game right here. There this will work.
0: It, uh, Retro I had a similar uh, a similar experience the first time I beat Demon Souls. Yeah. Because after beating it, I couldn't play every other game. I felt like I was playing like just a tutorial or a walkthrough of something. Yeah, it's true. And, uh, I lost, it was, a, it was a couple of months, I think, before I finally found another game that was like, okay, I'm gaming again. Yeah. And uh, I loved A Link Between Worlds and the 3DS. Mm-hmm. So I definitely know uh what you mean when you say after playing that other things just paled. Yeah. Cause I it. was uh I was also playing Tales of the Abyss and nobody tell Darren from the Gaming Pilgrimage but <laughs> after, after Link between Worlds I couldn't bring it in I didn't have it in me to finish Tales of the Abyss.
4: Mhm.
0: So uh, Were you, were you he, playing he's Probably not going to listen to this episode. Were anymore. you playing on a
4: 3DS or 3DS XL? Uh XL. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've got the regular size one, and some of the, some games are a lot smaller than other games, like sprite wise. Yeah. Like Cave Story was recently on sale on the 3DS eShop, and uh, I was looking at the little screenshots in the eShop. And I was like, man, this is tiny. I can't. I can't play this. Yeah. It's just yeah, tiny on yeah.
2: anything, let alone a yeah. RPG. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So it's good that you're playing an RPG. I seem to recall the Tales of the Abyss font. Like I've got it too. I played it just the start of it, and I recall the font being really small. It is, yeah. yeah so that, yeah. that was certainly uh, a reason to yeah, look for something else. To...
0: It's an alright game. Um, the, the main character is the most annoying character I've ever had in any video game. Mm-hmm. But that goes away after
4: about 30 hours. And he becomes cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 30 <laughs> hours. <laughs> well, you know there's an anime. 13.
3: <laughs> there I watched
4: go. the Tales of the Abyss anime and I got the gist of it. I'm sure it's pretty much the exact same. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh...
0: Yeah, I never got to finish because of Link Between Worlds are just so good.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's a game like this, just to bring it back to the Symphony of the Night. <laughs> it's 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 nice that we can go back to a game that's 17 years old and have it stand up to get a game that was arguably one of the top 10 games of last year. Yeah, you know,
2: yeah, oh, God, yeah.
3: I, I, I clear my calendar every year and I play it, and it's it's just as fun every time I boot it up. And I mean that sincerely. So it's just, I just love this game. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. You you had mentioned earlier, you know, Igarashi kind of saw those games in the bargain bins, and he didn't want it to happen with this game. Yeah. You know, I don't think any of us are going to be uh, getting rid of it anytime soon. Just replayability alone. Even after this 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 podcast, I feel like going back and playing it and getting some of those items and Mm -hmm. trying out some new things.
2: Trying the codes. Yeah. There's so many things you can do. Yeah. They definitely succeeded in their goal. I think.
0: I mean, we know you're just going back to chat at the Succubus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it right there. Yeah, <laughs> <He's> right here. <laughs>
4: okay, I've got at least four copies of uh, Simply of the Night. Like, wow, so I've wow. got the two PSP ones. I've got the PS1 one that might have the greatest hits version as well. And I've got uh, the PS3 digital version of Simply of the Night. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there might even be more. I don't know. I've got a lot of games, too. But yeah, good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, one of the uh,
1: one of the articles I read in the the magazine, I think the only article I found on Symphony of the Night, um, it was just a, a letter to the editor, and this guy had actually called up uh, Konami because of the the box art it had changed when it came over to America, hmm. and uh, he mm-hmm. asked the reasoning for that. You know, he went way overboard. He was crazy. He just wanted the box <laughs> art. But uh, <laughs> but the guy at Konami said um, he didn't think it would sell at all uh, with that with Alicard on the front because it looked too feminine.
2: Oh, wow. It looks so yeah. cool. Yeah, and
1: that's what I'm thinking. I, I thought, because uh, when I had the Japanese version, that's the box art And when I got this this English one in the mail. It just had kind of a castle on it. So
2: That's so funny. I think even the PAL one had mm. that one too, the cool one. Hmm.
1: Yeah. The wallpaper
0: right now on my computer is that image of value card standing in front of the castle holding the sword. Yeah. And it's It looks
1: great.
4: Yeah. It's funny because they have CG, and those are arguably the worst-looking moments of the game. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I know yeah. I thought there was sure. something wrong with my system I was like where's the <laughs> I
3: feel like they felt like they had to jam that in there because I was like okay we'll put some polygons yeah, in
4: yeah. here yeah, <laughs> yeah. a requirement from Sony has yeah. to
3: have some degree of polygon action yeah this is the future people the future
2: <laughs> you're probably right yeah.
3: the same thing happened with I think Castlevania Chronicles um, which is uh, it's on the PlayStation 1 I think it's just a remake of Haunted Castle which is the yeah. arcade game that, of course, spun off the Castlevania series. I think uh, if you get that, it has like a, an intro that's like a CG intro of like a spider yeah. that they just <laughs> tacked on there, I think, just to have it. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs>
1: if, you, uh, if you guys want to read some funny stuff, go back to uh, when it came out on XBLA, because originally those games were uh, like a 50 megabyte cap, I think it was. And so yeah. um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night kind of broke that cap, but in order to reduce the file size, they took out the, the introduction video or the intro video. Of that castle, and people were just freaking out. Like, oh, really? in the game, and
4: it's <laughs> really not that great. That's funny. Wow. I skip it
3: every single
4: time. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Castles. There's a. Uh, anyone, uh, anyone have anything to say about the DS or 3DS ones? DS oh, games
3: though. are incredible. Yeah, they're Thank great. You.
4: Yeah, well, the, yeah, and, guess, and the GBA ones, too. I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, Zipped over those. Yeah. I actually
3: missed the first two on the GBA. I have uh, Harmony of Dissonance now, and i have been playing that on the Game Boy Player, and it's really great. But uh alright it was the first one I played on those.
4: Yeah, that was cool, when you actually get the uh, attacks of the monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost That's felt fine. a bit
3: like Pokemon that
4: way. Hmm. See what souls you'll find next. It's like, yeah, you get skeleton bone. He's like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bone. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. When you have like the curry skeletons, hot curry throw. <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> Some amazing, uh, amazing attack there. They they certainly have fun with their Castlevania games. That's one thing I've always liked about it. Like I said, the room with the uh, with the confession booth. It's nice that they have those little moments. Oh, yeah. Some moments like that
2: in the game. Just yeah, it's a masterpiece. There's no doubt.
4: Oh, there's a there's a scene in the game when you talk to Marie and she's like, "Oh, have you seen uh have you seen Richter around?" And he's like, "Well, I once knew a Richter," and then it shows a little thought bubble and it's like the Castlevania three version of Richter. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, "Yeah, well, the Richter I know." And then it shows a picture of him as he appears in this game. He's like, oh, "Okay, well, I'll keep an eye." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, saw someone, true.
0: he was definitely a Belmont. Mm,
4: yeah. <laughs> that's
1: funny.
3: But he said he was the master of this, this castle. castle. <laughs> the master of this castle? <laughs> the master of this castle.
4: <laughs> it is not we by my done. hand that I am once again <laughs> given flesh. Yeah, we
3: should have done a whole podcast like that. <laughs> uh, uh, that's like I forward. said, the guy that did Alucard, at least, like he would not have like, a career... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I just can't
4: think. It's so funny. It is funny. <laughs> Which is a man throws a little champagne glass. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but a yeah. little pile of secrets. What a sick retort. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What can you say after that, Rick What can you say? Dracula got the best insults. Yeah, <laughs> he's had the time to think it up. Right. he's just sitting there waiting
0: a thousand years in his castle what am I going to say next time I see that
4: another <laughs> well, jerk store called and they're running out of you
2: let's <laughs> uh, go let's go uh, alright let's uh um, let's take a minute and maybe we should go over and read some comments from the forum
0: yeah yeah, for sure reactive um, this
2: month uh,
4: oh or maybe I should answer the telephone jeez guys <laughs> <laughs> my phone is silent right now so gonna... that is very professional of you yep <laughs> would
2: you like to host a podcast with me <laughs>
4: uh, be free yeah <laughs> uh, i'll be I'll be new game player new game plus player what's uh I'm the her DL-
0: grandmother I just muted the ringer <laughs> 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 Not now, oh. Nick.
4: Yeah, podcast. I think we should read comments and answer questions from the YouTube, slash Twitter, and Facebook community. <laughs> That's no, a I good agree. Idea. I agree.
3: He's trying to take your job. P1. <laughs> he wants. Yep. As I read, as I read from our list yeah. verbatim, yeah. he's
0: be- he's beating the game, so he's already a step up.
4: <laughs> he the warp whistle. He didn't notice it. Like, and the wizard, how did he know about the warp whistle? Come on. Savant, he just self yeah. presence. Does he I can't remember does he does he do the thing where he holds down on the white block? 'Cause that would be No uh, he does the fly up, into it. the castle one.
3: The castle. Yeah, that
4: is a bit easier to figure out, but there's still no way you would know that Because that was arguably the yeah. first time that they ever really did No, no, maybe not. No actually That's they did that since like World One Two, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Fun movie. I can't find it on DVD or Blu-ray anywhere. Really? I think it's only on DVD. Mm.
3: I might be wrong about that, but
4: it's it's rare. I think Nintendo wants us to forget about it. That's too <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear some comments.
0: So comments, yeah. yeah. So uh, slightly livid gaming. Uh, like we said, he did, actually did a review and he uploaded it to YouTube, and it's uh, it's a great review. And um, yeah, it's really the only comment he made. He had played. He's played the game before. Yeah, uh, In the past, and he—he uh, he was the one that pointed out to me that, that the voice, in case I missed it, that the voice acting was,
3: wasn't <laughs> yeah. Not quite up to par. <laughs>
4: I think that was just a yeah. PS1 era kind of issue. I, I love think it. So I love
2: it. I wouldn't change yeah, it. Yeah, I love it too. Oh, No way.
4: It's like, remember Silent Hill Radio? Yeah. What's going on with that radio? <laughs>
1: <laughs> love it. Yeah. I guess we had the same conversation last time I was on it eh? with the terrible voice acting.
4: Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's yeah,
1: right. Yeah, that's true.
4: Yeah. It's a I'm dee looking for my mommy. Sound <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs>
5: I'm talking <little> <laughs> 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 uh, um, I'm going to right Mars.
0: Aaron <laughs> Mars played along, and uh, yeah, okay. yeah, a lot of these comments are from the guys that are on this podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, but he played along with us, and uh, we were talking to him just before the show, actually. Yep. And he—he's the one that told uh, P2 about uh, the lightning armor. Yeah. And uh, he mentioned that his favorite, uh, his favorite weapon, his favorite sub weapon was the axe, yep. and that it didn't feel like a Castlevania game for him unless he had that axe equipped.
2: It is definitely a Castlevania
4: staple, no doubt. Kind of obvious to um, say, but it's really useful against flying enemies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost a must in certain areas with certain enemies. For sure.
0: And uh, as we mentioned, Fitnat Gaming, he wasn't gonna play because he hated it the first time he played it. Yeah. And uh, ended up ended up playing through and, and completing it almost two hundred and six, two hundred, definitely two hundred point two percent. So almost the whole thing.
2: That's pretty impressive. Nice. Considering three days ago he posted this, and uh and yeah, well, he yeah. said ninety four percent of the game. So. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, and Surfcaster bragged about being awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. You know That's what? Nice What's
3: funny? It's funny. It's only a couple of games. Like, after that, I'm done. <laughs> you guys are going to pick some other game, and I don't even have nothing to say. So. <laughs> 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 <see> <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, R- Ramvox uh, couldn't play
0: along, but uh, when Barrett on Mars suggested that he emulate the game, his response was I can't hug an emulation. <laughs> uh, was there anything on uh, the youtube channel uh 2 wow it's me today
3: yeah what's
2: with that okay. i don't know I'm taking my because uh, there he was doesn't no know. Yet because uh
0: oh there was no update video yet yeah that's
2: right so if there was yeah. comments it would be on the announcement video but yeah now you get I to
4: click through all awesome. the google plus comments things yeah, yeah, it's hard. To do. It's a bit baffling.
3: They have a new tool out, I think, for YouTube comments. Oh, really? Yeah, you should look into it.
2: Oh, check that out.
3: I'm going okay. to. Yeah. I guess
1: while we're talking um, about forums, though, just want to give you guys some props for your new site. That looks awesome.
0: Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, that's right.
2: We haven't had one yet.
0: Yeah, a friend of uh, mine, actually Herrick, uh, was on the first first ever Cartridge Club. He's the first ever person to introduce himself on the Cartridge Club. But yeah, he uh, he just finished, uh, he's in school right now for, um, I think it's for computer programming or for game design or something like that. I should probably know, I've known him for 20 years.
4: (laughs) (laughs) If people wanted to find these forums, what www address would they want to type in?
0: You can actually go to Mm www.cartridgebros.ca and uh, find the forms there. And don't worry, uh, due to the fact that we both have difficulty remembering how to log in,
5: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, you can log right in with your Google uh, account or with your Twitter account or with any other account you already have active.
4: Cool. There's uh, a press start button, and I push it, and now I can see the main screen. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: love the retro TV yeah yeah so he uh awesome. he built that he finished his course on uh, website design and he was like you know um you guys because our site had recently before that bit just been thrown together by us yeah and he was like do you want me to fix this for you and make it a little little prettier and uh, <laughs> we said yeah yeah we don't want to pay you though he said okay <laughs> uh,
4: we can pay
3: yeah. you in smiles yeah that's right <laughs> uh, so <laughs> your form
4: is based on the episodes that? Yes, that's okay. right. I always thought it was yeah. like a more, you know, that one type of form that's like everyone's type of form where it's all white and very thin, <laughs> light blue bars separating everything. Up? Yeah. That's what I kept yeah. picturing. This is great. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, it's very <laughs> it much greater. I, I uh, imagine. Uh, imagine like your that. shirt in that picture, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe it is that P1? Yeah. I yeah. Uh, no, P know. I guess the... it would be me. Yeah. With the Wiimote. Yeah. P2. Yeah, it's P2. P2. Okay. Yeah. You guys should put p one and p two like on your foreheads in that picture <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be tight
0: we, uh, we when we when we set up the forms we talked about having like your generic forms that you see on every other gaming website, and we we there's so many other great forms that are already been doing that and have been doing that for years, mm. like Pete's game room forms that we don't need that we just needed a spot that people could talk about whatever the game of the month was right. Uh, and if you want to talk about anything else, do it somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. In the right,
4: go back club. to Twitter.
0: nobody <laughs> got time for that. I got bronchitis. <laughs>
4: oh. oh, my gosh.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, so it's a, it's a good spot to go. And you can actually go on there and see what games are coming up. And you can suggest games to come up. And if anybody has any desire to be a guest on the show send us an email, send us a message on there, uh, hit us on our YouTube channel, and let us know because like the, the cartridge club is for everyone. Yeah. It's not it's not uh it's not like a private group for us or for just specific members. It's for anybody at all. And uh, we we welcome everyone to to get involved because the more people that are playing a game and talking about it, the more fun it is. Mm-hmm. We find.
2: Yeah, for sure. And if yeah, they want to
4: find not. you on Twitter,
0: uh, at Cartridge Bros. Mm. Yeah,
4: perfect. So I love the Twitter. You
0: do love the Twitter. I love
4: the Twitter. <laughs> it works uh, for my busy lifestyle.
0: Yeah, I when we started with Twitter, it was I wasn't sure exactly how to use it and what to do, and it, you pick it up very quickly.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You have mastered stuff. Uh,
4: it's like being yes, in a party yes. and just talking and seeing who listens. Yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's I fun. feel like I'm back at junior high dances, and you know, okay. Meatloaf. I would do anything for love. Is on
4: the screen. And I'm just gonna <laughs> awesome. keep saying, "Do you want to dance?" Until a girl that walks by says, "Yes." <laughs> Damn. It's a it's an excellent uh, networking site too. Yeah. Ify, I, is it, I guess it's a site. Yeah, it's yeah. a Twitter thing. Yeah, Twitter's awesome. Is there a uh, a Facebook Cartridge Bros group?
0: <laughs> there is a Facebook Cartridge Bros group. Are you looking for a job? He's trying to cause... get your job.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we are hiring.
3: Awesome. Do I have uh, to yeah, move to the East Coast, only That's right. <laughs> I don't want to move to the
6: East
4: Coast. It looks really no, cold can... over there. It is. it is. What's the deal with all that ice? Now it's rain, though, right? <laughs> We're getting yeah. snow today. Because we saw those pictures over here on the West Coast. And it's like, man, that looks chilly. Oh, yeah, we got dumped on there
0: a little while ago. (laughs) But, yeah, there is a a Facebook site as well. And it's just uh, www.facebook.com slash cartridge bros, I believe. Mm -hmm. Or if you just Google cartridge bros. Or if you just type cartridge bros into the Facebook search, it should come up.
4: Yeah, don't bing the cartridge bros, though. Because I just did And all I found was brother toner cartridges. Yeah. And ink cartridges. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Windows 8 yeah. forces you to use all this crap. But... We're
0: uh, we're actually in, a, in the middle of a lawsuit with Microsoft, so Bing won't bring us up. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's, that's that's where you can find us. <laughs> um, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably, I'm hoping, already have an idea of where to find us. Um, otherwise, I'm not sure how you found the podcast. Okay.
5: <laughs> maybe they <laughs> found uh... it
0: via Podomatic.
5: Oh, that's possible. Ooh, yeah, I
0: suppose that could happen. Or iTunes. I mean. Yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we also, uh, we, I mean, we just spent the last two hours talking to to three amazing guests, and I want you guys to tell everybody where we can find you. So we'll start with uh, Surfcaster. Uh-huh. Where, uh, if anybody wanted to find you to talk about games what would be the best spot for them to go to see you?
3: Uh, I'm mostly, I guess I'm most active um, on Twitter right now. I do have a YouTube channel. I, I've tried to put a few videos on it and I haven't really taken to it in earnest. Uh, so there's only a few uh, videos up there, but uh, you can find me at youtube.com surfcasterx surfcaster X or twitter.com surfcasterx surfcaster um, X. And yeah, that'd be the best spots to uh, find me. Perfect. Perfect. And
5: Dean.
0: Yeah. Now that uh, now that the YouTube channel is up and running, why don't you tell us how to get there? Sure. And what we can expect to see.
1: Sure. So you can go to Round Two Gaming Channel. All right. Uh, it's with the word channel at the end. Somebody already had Round Two Gaming, and it's the uh, number two. And you can find my videos there. They're coming up a couple times a week here. I just put up my video today for my first game review or first random selection rather. Now that uh, thanks to you guys, I got my Elgato working. Nice. tech support was garbage so <laughs> thank you guys for the help no problem uh, on twitter you can find me at round2gaming that's round underscore two underscore gaming um, the other guy doesn't want to get rid of his account so just stuck with the underscores <laughs> yeah. you know. and then uh, facebook is just round2gaming so I'm on all three
2: just a warning to anybody who's gonna watch his videos, you may end up buying things. Yeah. <laughs> Hide your wallet. Yeah. Especially
3: nipply statues. <laughs> oh, <my God>. Especially.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't have to buy it, I just watched Dean. <laughs> 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 probably gonna to have to edit that in. <laughs> Uh, and Steve, why don't you uh, let's tell us? Because uh, obviously, there's your Twitter, which is very active, and there's also a YouTube channel. So let's hear about both of those.
4: Uh, yeah. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can look up Steven Eider. That's Steven with a V, followed by E I D H E R. It's just my name. That's just, it is what I is. You know what I'm saying? And I like to Babylon. <laughs> usually, I tweet when I'm at work, and my work is very boring. So I am on Twitter a lot. And uh, usually, after work, I'll post pictures of retro games I bought and all that stuff. And, uh, on YouTube, you can find my channel, which is called Capamax Gaming. That's C-A-P-M-A-X Gaming. Uh, that is actually an abbreviation of, uh, Capoeira Maxima, which is my YouTube channel's original name. Uh, if you're curious, Capoeira is the, um, it's kind of like my internet handle, at least it was for a while, and Maxima is just the name of a car, and I like Maxima. Isn't
0: Capoeira like that, uh, martial arts dancing? Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay. The name I actually got uh, to go retro again is uh, a character from the game Busta Groove. Uh, it's actually the alien guy. And I always thought that was just a cool name for a, for a character to have. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I never <laughs> know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, though, because I've heard people pronounce it different ways. I know some people like to say it's Capoya, Adds <laughs> these interesting uh, accents to it. But whatever, I just say Capoeia. But obviously, I abbreviated that to Cap Max because it sounds a lot easier Uh, To say and to type and to read. And uh, if you go to my channel, uh, let's see, looks like I'm at 329 subscribers. That's okay. It's nothing major, but uh, it just breached my uh, 200,000th view of all my channel views combined. Nice. So that's a good number. Yeah, I'd say. And let's see. Uh, for the channel, what do I have coming up? Uh, I've got uh, pickups videos. Like I said, the last video I uploaded was Gamer Hall episode 34. That was where I show off my many odds and ends that I picked up during Black Friday. I also go into detail on the Wii U story that we I told earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will have a, a picture of me with my original Zelda of Wii U and then a brief video of me showing the the alien foreign me that was locking out my <laughs> Zelda Wii U. <laughs> And to go back, you see, uh, I've got another show I like to call Game Starts. That's basically our uh, YouTube Let's play sort of videos where we'll pick a random game and I'll pick a random person. And we'll play a game. We'll play until we get bored of it. And we'll make fun jokes about it and just try and have fun. And I do unboxings and I do random videos. And definitely stay tuned for April because here in BC, British Columbia, Canada, we have... Uh, three different conventions coming up. There's uh, a retro gaming expo coming up in New West. Um, I'm hoping to see uh, Rob Man there. If not, oh, cool. uh, Johnny Millennium. I'm sure they'll be there because that's in New West and that's where those guys are from. When's that? It. Uh, I don't have the exact. Well, maybe they do have the exact date, but it's uh, it's this April coming up.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. And
4: also there is Fan Expo Vancouver, and that too is in April. And here in Victoria, where I live, it is uh, the Cherry Bomb Toys Toy Fair. So that's three different crazy expensive events that I need to start saving up for because it is going to ruin me financially. (laughs) But uh, I will bring the camera, maybe some guest stars, maybe some co-hosts and definitely look forward to those. I actually did a video of Fan Expo and the uh, Gaming Expo last year. So if you feel like doing some digging through CapMax Gaming, you'll find those videos, and they are awesome, and I recommend them.
5: Cool.
4: And for the purpose of this specific podcast, I would also recommend uh, my CapMax Retro Classic Konami. It is a four-part series, and it has criminally small amounts of views because I'm generally (laughs) unknown. So (laughs) by all means, watch those because i actually edited the game. Yeah, I did in-game footage and all that, and uh, we shot that in uh, a local uh, retro gaming store, and I got some people, friends of the channel, to help me out with that, so that's very cool. Cool. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about uh, all I got to say. Right on. Perfect. Um, I
0: know. Perfect. Perfect. I was actually going to roll into the outro from there, but uh, I didn't get a chance to ask you guys what other games you were playing this month, other than... Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, if there was any other ones. And I know that Surfcaster was playing a game that I'm hoping he mentions and I want to talk to him about. Yeah. So, uh, P2, was there anything else uh, you've been playing other than Castlevania? Dragon
4: Quest eight. Eight. Oh, Spoiler. Journey. Spoiler. You're, <laughs> You're
3: not supposed you, you to jump to yet You asked me. <laughs> <laughs> <Cheater. laughs>
4: I had
2: to. Do you guys know how long that game is? Anyway. Yeah, I know, right?
4: I can't believe you'd pick such a long game. For February. Oh, <laughs> Have fun yeah. with that.
2: Possibly thought of that game for February.
0: I don't know who that was. Oh, wait.
2: Probably the one who always finishes everything.
0: I'm sure I'll get through it.
2: <laughs> oh my but yeah, I'm sixty hours into that, so between that and Castlevania, that's pretty much been my gaming for the past little while. <laughs>
0: Dean, uh,
1: have you been playing any of the games? Yeah, I have. Um, let me just oh, This is super geeky. I have a Gantt chart of all the games I'm playing. Um, <laughs> nice. You're a nerd. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I'm trying to beat uh, Infamous 2. Um, oh, yes. I, after I beat uh, A Link Between Worlds, which is my new favorite Legend of Zelda, uh just really short. But after I beat that, mm-hmm. uh, I got into Pokemon Y, trying that out. Because I haven't really been a fan of the series since the originals. I didn't feel they changed enough. But I think this is just enough that uh, it's kind of fresh for me. Uh, I just beat Super Mario Galaxy. So a little behind on the Wii. But uh, that was an awesome game. And I, I put up a Twitter post to see if I should play Luigi's Mansion or Sunshine next. And uh, most people said Luigi's Mansion. And then uh, Phantom Hourglass, trying to get through that on the DS. Great. That's it. Perfect. And then um, How's
0: in- how Infamous Two?
1: It's good. It's um, you know, I just after speaking about uh, Castlevania, I don't like the whole uh, bag of spilling trope. That's when you mm-hmm. kind of get all the the equipment, then you lose it all. Uh, but yep. they did a really mm-hmm. good job, kind of transitioning from Infamous One to Infamous Two. You got to keep uh, quite a few of your powers, and you just got stronger. It just kind of up the ante with the, the enemies. So it doesn't feel like you yeah. lost a whole lot, um, but it is. I'm kind of getting tired of the whole open, you know, sandbox game. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fine.
0: I really liked the first one and I hadn't played the second one
1: yet. Yeah, the second one, it's again more of the same, but uh, a little bit more interesting. I'm probably three quarters of the way through it. Uh, second Sun looks pretty cool, but that's uh, for 20 years down the road when I get a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you.
4: <ya>. <laughs> yep. Um.
0: Steve, what
4: other games have you been playing? Um, on the PS3, I guess I was playing a lot of Spelunky HD. So it's great that we finally got, we being uh, Sony PS3 owners, that's great that we finally got to see Spelunky come to a Sony uh, device. Excellent game. I actually mentioned it... Um, I forgot to mention this in the, what we were just discussing with where you can find us, but on the Pixel Dojo podcast, that's uh, that's with me, uh, the main guy. He likes to be called Pixel, and then there's Dylan and Sven. Uh, we, the latest episode we did was... A uh, game of a year, where uh, we picked our, <laughs> that's what I like to call it, we picked our game of the year, but it was supposed to be a game that wasn't from uh, 2013, so it's kind of cool. like, um, like fleshing out what we're doing right now, we we're just talking about games that we played, so I said that one of my games of a year was uh, Spelunky HD, but more recently uh, I've been playing uh, catching up with the Wii U, so I've been playing Super Mario 3D World. That is a really bright game. I did not expect it to be so bright. Like, you know when you see footage of the uh, Wind Waker HD and it's like it's all super sunny and everything's kind of faded out. This kind of has that same effect, but it's just it's just so bright. Yeah. <laughs> it is bright. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, it's a fun game. It's uh, I did try multiplayer. It is pretty uh, pretty hectic in multiplayer. Personally, I kind of like the new Super Mario games in multiplayer more, probably because of the camera angle. Makes it a bit easier yeah. to figure out what's going on as opposed to in 3D world where everything is kind of just stretched out and further back as the camera moves back and kind of makes it trickier. When I was doing that multiplayer, I was actually using the uh, the controller, the contrablet as I like to call it, with the screen, <laughs> so I didn't have that problem myself. But <laughs> <laughs> the other guys might have did. Contrablet. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I guess the main game I've been playing. Thank you very much. Special shout out to Pixel Dojo member Sven is a uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on the Wii U.
3: This oh. is one of those
4: games where you hear people raving about it. You're like, well, I really don't see what the big deal is. Well, I'm here to say I get what the big deal is now. I am hooked. It's, uh, it's shocking to me that Capcom would want such an epic game to be on the Wii U, which as we all know these days, especially on Twitter, is like people are always talking about how Nintendo is doomed and they're not going to last much longer, yada, 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 which is all nonsense. But even from Capcom's side, I'm surprised Monster Hunter isn't on more systems. Like I would love to see it on the PS3 or Xbox, whatever. But it's—I what would even say, yeah, I would even say it's a system seller. If you get uh, a Wii U, I would hardly recommend Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. Hmm. It actually reminds me a bit of Animal Crossing, in that hmm. uh, <laughs> of all games, and <laughs> in that it's—it's it's all about collecting the loot, right? Because in Animal Crossing, you're looking for uh, furniture sets, whatever. Monster Hunter, right. you're looking for, like, armor sets. That's so true. You'll, you'll fight a monster, like a big monster guy, maybe five, ten times to get enough pieces of that monster to actually make your armor based on that monster, which is <laughs> pretty cool. That is. And it's, it's an old-style game, too. Like, you guys know, like, that sort of Dreamcast-era style of gameplay. You know, like, you're always iffy. The camera's always iffy. <laughs> you can't really lock onto enemies right. and that sort right. of thing. The uh, the animations are good, but they're just kind of like embarrassingly bad at the same time. If that makes sense, Mm -hmm. like just the way they they've chosen to make their characters animated, just it's almost like a parody of itself. You know what I mean? I
2: agree. Yeah, Yeah, I know exactly what you mean.
4: It's it's one of those games, though. Don't expect it to be like a a modern 2013 Last of Us controlling style game. It is definitely got its roots in we'll say like Fantasy Star Online.
1: Uh, the franchise is uh, huge in Japan, though. When I was there uh, just last time here, I was looking for a bunch of merchandise from from the series, and I bought a tin full of muffins. And oh, oh I wow. thought it was a tin full of muffins, but it ended up being just this floppy cardboard box. And Ooh. after about a week, I just had this random, like, really raunchy smell coming out of my room. Couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Probably oh. the worst thing I bought. It was like thirty bucks too. Oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, There's just a tin full of heads. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's <funny. laughs> weird. Uh, yeah.
5: Surf,
3: uh, Surfcaster. What other games have you been playing? Um, I've been playing uh, Super Mario 3D World quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, incredible game, just uh, beautiful. I, I, I kind of when I first got when it first got announced, I was one of the naysayers. I was kind of like, oh man, I wished it was something different. But the game just <laughs> totally knocked me off my socks. It's incredible.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and uh, the other game I've been playing, which I know if you want to talk about, is the uh, Bravely Default demo. Mm. Uh,
5: nice.
3: I have never in my life put six and a half hours into a demo.
0: <laughs> yes. wow. And,
3: and a it's hour. so good.
0: Uh, I don't know if you like it, but six and it. a half hours sounds like you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
3: I love it. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's it, a- uh... yeah. Did you end up getting uh, somebody street past you for the, uh, for the, the, the village? uh i did get
0: someone yeah but there's a guy in the vi- in the town itself if you talk to him every day he will give you a new person for your
3: village okay well i ended up getting one person and i just i, I couldn't play it for like the week so i just every time i was buying my 3ds i'd go in and set them up to do something else yeah so I, I, by the <laughs> end of the week but it was this morning i sat down and i was like i could buy everything this is great <laughs> yeah
0: i really like uh, at first because when i first started that's the other game i've been playing is brave the default um and a little bit of Dragon Quest Eight, but uh, when I when I first started playing it, I, I loved the um, the combat system because it was, at first I was just like, okay, it's turn based, whatever. And then I really started using the brave and default settings and like front loading some of my attacks on certain monsters and sitting back and waiting with other ones. And it's I think it's really going to be a game that I love
3: when it comes out in February. I I, I I've I've got to get the limited edition. It's just so much, uh, just such a. You're, you're, you're totally right about the battle system. At first, I was just like slogging it out without using that very much. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of got to that, uh, forest area up to the top and I realized if I backed off for the first two rounds, I could just decimate them all in like no time. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. it totally opens up the, that old turn-based style. It completely changed it. All it is is sitting back and waiting <laughs> and yeah. getting an extra turn for it. It's just, yeah, it seems so simple, but so
2: is this the game that, uh, there's already a sequel out and, and it's already out in Japan or it's coming out in Japan. It's already been announced. Is that, is that uh,
3: what they did yeah. was they came out with uh, like an upgraded version called Bravely Default for the sequel. But I don't think oh, it's actually no. a sequel. Oh, okay. And essentially, there is? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, essentially, from what I hear, if it sells well um, in North America, we might see the sequel, but there's going to be one in Japan.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they mentioned it's going to be called Bravely Second, I think. Yeah, That's... I think so. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, we should uh, at some point we live in the same town,
3: so at some point we should street pass. We should. Yeah, Although, yeah. yeah I'll, need, I'll definitely need some people for fixing stuff because it took forever with one person. <laughs> it's yeah. like literally, you talk. click on it; it's like ten hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, talk to. Uh, it's one of the guys in the town. If you talk to him every day, he gives you a new person. Okay, cool. Um. So yeah. So that's the games. I know uh, my brother has to go soon to uh, do wedding things. I do because uh, I have to rent him <laughs> from his from his fiance. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up um, for everybody who's who's listening. The game for February we've already mentioned it is going to be Dragon Quest VIII: Journey of the Cursed King, and uh, it's uh, a traditional JRPG, um, and it's developed by Level Five and uh, Square Enix, and it's very long. So if you're planning on playing along with us, I apologize. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it has been out. a little been a little bit of time since we did, did an rpg so i really wanted to get one in and this one is one of the few dragon quests that i hadn't played yet so yeah, yeah. so that's uh, that's february's game awesome. um so i want to thank our three guests for being here today steve from cat max uh, dean lasagna from Rantu gaming and surfcaster x you guys have been an absolute treat
2: <laughs> thank uh, you Yeah, it's been a uh, pleasure you
5: yeah.
0: yeah you uh, i've really enjoyed talking to you guys and hopefully we'll have uh, you guys back again if uh, you didn't Completely for this experience. Uh, if you ever do
3: a uh, Final Fantasy three slash six, I, All I right. call dibs. You're in, right? All right. Now, uh, do
2: you speed run that for charity? No, not yet. Maybe. Okay. We'll see what happens. Okay. Perfect.
0: So I never, uh, I never script an ending because I don't know. It's just a thing we do now, and uh, I find it to be more enjoyable to put the pressure on the guests to to come up with something to say at the end. <laughs> so uh everybody you can uh, get this podcast well i guess if you're hearing this you've already gotten the podcast so you can get next month's podcast (laughs) at www.cartridgebros.ca and we're also available on itunes uh and so until next time this is the cartridge bros and i'll turn it over to our guests
4: i got it i got you guys ready <clears throat> All things must end Goodbye my friend Think of me when you see the sun Or feel the wind Good night everybody! Thanks for listening!
6: Just like the wind I've always been Drifting high Testing me every day I live. Well, the best in me is all I have to give.
2: How do